Hey, what's up, y'all? And welcome back to Cousins Night Podcast. It's your girl, your sister, your cousin, Kaylin, back on the mic once again. Y'all, I've challenged myself to do this part in my best radio announcer voice. So you're going to get Kaylin smooth jazz, okay? Now, if you're new to this podcast, you've never listened to us before, you're in for a mighty treat. First, we are six blood cousins that get together weekly to shoot the shit and talk about the tea and gossip for the week. Every week, we start out talking about music. We then transition into what is going on in the culture. We tell you who's getting locked up and you're going to jail. Period. We tell you who is doing exceedingly and abundantly well in the Lamb's Book of Life category led by Kai. And then Brent tells us who we need to pray for, rebuke, or shun away. Um, Week for prayer for weakness in body. And praying for weakness in their bodies sometimes as well. Oh, and laugh at. Thank you, Kai. I had to get that up. (laughs) And then... Oh, that's called the sick and shut it. I don't know if I said that, but it's also known as seek, chic, and seek. Seek. I might have said seek first and shut in. Anyway. Or chic. Shit, yes. So these are just the funny names of our categories that we come up with. So don't think we're crazy, y'all. Each of these categories have a funny meaning, and that's where they come from. First on the docket, our boy Aubrey Graham, father of um, Adonis. I thought you were going to say Father Kai. I was like, what? No, Father he, Kai believes he is his father as well. Kai is Um, He dropped a EP. I don't know if these are going to be songs from um, his new album, but the EP is called Scary Hours. And let's give it a review. Scary, items, scary Hours Volume 2, I'm sorry. Oh, excuse us. React. This one was, you know, a diplomatic community. In God's plan. Well, um, for one, as the leader of this Drake cult around here, I'm going to go first. Um, what's next had leaked already on Twitter, so I'd already heard that song, but like it was a more cleaned up version on that. Did y'all send, hear that when I sent that to y'all? I like no, that one. I, I liked it. I didn't. Re- I didn't hear it when you sent it to me, no. But yeah, overall, I enjoyed the song very thoroughly. I thought it was a fun, you know, oh, get you into um, Drake, you know, getting ready for Drake season um song. Mm-hmm. Second one was which is um oh, sorry, the name escapes me. Wants and needs. Wants and needs featuring Little Baby. I did not care for it at all. To me, that was Drake at his actual laziest I've heard in a long time. It just sounded like he phoned it and everything. And then Little Baby came on and I just turned I wholeheartedly on. disagree. I listened to Yes Indeed with Drake and Little Baby today. And Drake is rapping in the same way that he was rapping on Yes Indeed. He's like trying to embody this, um, I don't know how to say it, but low register tone um, and kind of like arrogant tone going on. And I think that he did good. I don't think no song, no line caught me besides the Kanye diss, and like I just thought that this was just a subpar throwaway. He was writing the beat great. And you don't I, agree with that or no? It just didn't sound good to me. I really like the quote, the hook as well. I thought it was just kind of bad. Okay, right. But, um, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, actually, yeah, and also finally the last song, which was Lemon Pepper Freestyle, featuring Rick Ross, which I want to say was. The worst, most pointless feature in the world. Damn. It was a decent feature, but like, why did Drake? Put Rick Ross in the beginning and then rap for three minutes straight. It just because made no sense. He did not need Rick Ross on that song. To quote the great 50 Cent, Rick Ross claims he Drake for relevancy. And he's been getting a lot of features right now, and I really just don't get it either, though. Like, they love this man. Yes. Mm-hmm. 45 year olds are going wild to this song. But yeah, people, he just got a lot of respect in the streets. So I believe that 
people mm-hmm. always putting him on something because they feel like he's one of the greats, which I disagree wholeheartedly. So I want to start off talking about this pack. There's three songs. Um, I, I said before, and I still stand by it. You know, I kind of at this point, I want the album Drake, or I don't want you know anything. Uh, though these three songs came out, you know, and I actually like them. Um, I'm just still think this rollout is trash. I don't understand the direction. You put out the um, "Cry Later" song, which is a, a hit, a great song. It was everywhere, received very well, and that feels like it was damn near six months ago now. And then, uh, you know, whatever happens, this long-ass break, and then you put out a three-pack, and then I assume you're going to put the album out in the next, I don't know, two to three months. So it was just a strange rollout. And and if Cry Later is on there, like, that song's going to be so fucking old. Damn. But it's just a formula that Drake uses, and I'm kind of sick of the formula, mm. where he puts out a bomb-ass hit, like God's Plan, like um, this song, you know, Cry Later. Mm-hmm. And they'll Cry Later. But thank you, yeah. And it gets, gets all these... Streams. Accolades and stuff like that. Yeah, all these accolades and streams. Revised so Lil Durk's career. It's like number one. So right when the album comes out, the album's already number one because of this stream, because of this song that's on there, and the song's been out for months. That's a formula he uses. I don't know if you noticed, everyone but uses. I noticed. Okay, everyone uses Yeah, but he uses it, I feel like, uh, egregiously. Mm. But anyway, to get to these fucking songs, what's next is great. I don't know what to expect from this thing. I like what's next. It's not like it could have been the album starter of any Drake's album, you know? Like Kai said, getting you ready for Drake season, kind of getting you in. Witty, the beat's cool. Play it um, in a club. Can play in a club. You can dance to it right. In clever lines, you know, um, in winter, I was, all I did was stretch. In January, I did this. And Valentine's Day, I had sex. We'll see what's happened next. Clever. And then um, Once and Needs comes on with Lil Baby. I'm with Kalen. I love this song. I love the beat. Drake starts out like rambling over the beat, and I don't like that so much. When I first heard this song, I was kind of like, uh oh, this is going to be a song I don't like. I don't know if y'all remember, but the beat comes on, he's kind of just like rambling over it. Like, yeah. yeah, I started doing this, and then I started doing that, and then this happened. Just rambling kind of. I'm like, oh, this sounds weird. But then when the beat really hit, he started rapping, rapping. And then the hook came on, sins, I got sins on my mind, amen. I'm like, oh, this sounds that, great. That's so catchy and fun to me. Yes. I said, this sounds great. I'm with it. Lil Baby came on and killed it, in my opinion. I love his verse. He's rapping, rapping, him, not like, not saying nothing, but flowing to the beat very yes. well. <laughs> yes. And he does that well. Yeah. And so I love that song, actually. I really like it. And then Little Pepper Freestyle. You know, I'm with Kai on this one. A, a song that really didn't need Rick Ross, in my opinion. But, um... Drake is just kind of being Drake, just spitting his shit, telling stories about him, taking his son to school, and you know, rapping about a few things that's, I guess been going on in his life recently. And um, I you, appreciate it. Do you think that Lemon Pepper deserved all the regalia it got on Twitter? Mm. People were gagging about it, talking about Drake, like just really sucking him off. I don't think it was that good. I feel like out of all of them, I prefer. Um, What's next and the little baby song? Overall, I feel like this the whole tape was good, solid, but it does not think I'm gonna be. I really don't think I'm gonna be going back to this like crazy. Like it was good, but nothing really like. We didn't have God's plan, like on this album, on this on this tape. Like not saying these songs are bad, but I kind of expected like he a big video and a hit for we're coming with this. And I don't think any of them really were. I do like the Kanye diss, which is fun. But that beat's never going to end. Um, Rick Ross's verse was okay. Rick Ross isn't bad. I just tired of Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. Little Baby wasn't bad, but Little Baby is the same. 
The same way we talk about the baby, little baby has the same song over and over and over again. I disagree. Just, well, I'm talking about more or less his. Oh, now I feel like well, we'll have to debate. What's it called? His flow is just. You can literally put that on any song, and I I can't tell you the difference. He changed his his flow up. I and I was I was gonna try to wait until we got finished the Drake thing, but I wanted to give little baby his flowers. Like, yes, he is a little little to the extent of it sounds like mumble rap, but actually what he says be making sense. Like he's talking about selling drugs, putting on for a city, and all the ice that he has, but it's not like. Literally just mumbling and making up words that really don't go together. Like, it actually makes sense. It's just like what I would equate to, like, uh, Jeezy type of rap. Like, he's just talking shit, but it sounds good. And I do believe that he can change his beat. He He has slower songs, and he has faster songs. and They all sound virtually the same. I disagree. I was just like, every time I hear a little baby, it generally sounds like the same exact verse. Like, the Maybe what, whatever he, song you're is used like, to his his song, his voice with the treatment on it makes it sound like it. Because no, he always like, uses I feel that like same the treatment. same way the baby does. They both kind of stay in that same thing. They never really switch up their flows. I'm thinking like off the top of my head, the baby putting on for the city mm-hmm. is the same. Sounds like it's bigger than me. It's bigger than that guy. It's like he's a bigger picture. It sounds, they kind of virtually sound the same. But even the new song, I would say that, that he switches like it that. up in the middle sometimes, and you'd think he'd be singing like um. Uh, but then, but it's still know. like the I same song that right sounds now. like that. Cause I just feel like oh, he don't does get not me wrong. I think a lot of his music does have a together. same sound if you listen to it as a generality. But if for me, people who've actually like went back and played different songs, I can notice that he switches it up sometimes. But for y'all who don't listen to Little Baby, yeah, sure. But like, it's not this. That that's why I wanted to give him regalia to say like. If you listen to it a little closer, it's not that bad. I may have to do that because, to me at least, all of his these his tips, mm-hmm. they literally blend in together. Yeah. Yeah, I don't listen to enough, uh, little baby. I can agree with that to really say definitively, but um, I think I'm kind of with Kalen. Like listening to his songs he put out, uh, I've heard different flows from him, and though they might be kind of similar, mm-hmm. especially with the beats that he mm-hmm. picks, um, it's a flow or a sound that I don't hate, so or that I don't dislike, so. I don't mind him. I think when it comes to Lil Littles and mumble rap, he's like a cut above the rest of my Yes, opinion. right. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's not one of them in his own words. But I want to give you a, a example. Like, you might think of, um, it's big other, let's say, yes, indeed. Um, brand new whip, got no keys. Tell him I close, no starch, please. Okay, that is like his normal thing. da 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 but like on his song "Whoa" that went really viral. Well, none of these guys can fly as me. Well, his the way that he starts it, and I'm gonna hum because I don't know the words. But he be like, so like I know that might sound weird, listeners. But what I'm saying is, he knows how to rap fast and ride the beat, and he can take a slow beat and ride it as well. Pause. I don't know if that makes sense. I, I, I guess so again, I have to give him more. I just want like, I just want more versatility. Agreed. I feel like I've listened to a lot of Lil Baby from his features. And he doesn't articulate. That's I why he sounds so. the same. He just be, if you listen to what he says, it's making sense. But I can like, as somebody who's just like listening like y'all, he does not talk right. He be like, shut, 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 shut. Like, it's so like that's the, why it okay, sounds like, like the like same. Like Lil Yachty. Like, yes, like, open up your mouth. But I think he just has the terrible Atlanta accent. Mm-hmm. But can the nigga play basketball? And he's the answer allegedly is no. <laughs> he's on here for later. 
Oh, oh it is? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. All right, well, good chat about Drake and um, uh, Lil Baby. Do y'all believe that these songs will be on the album for sure? Like, if y'all had to say yes or no, what would y'all say today? No. Depending on, like, if there's a video and the song goes viral, yes. Mm-hmm. If not, no. I say no. Well, I say, actually, I think this has a better chance of being on the album than, um, what's it called, the... Uh, Oh, fuck. What is the song you dropped? Left, not cry later. Yeah. Left, cry, cry oh, now would not be on the album. I can see these on the album. I okay. see it on the album. I see that on the album. So it can go, what's it called, 49 pounds platinum already. And if yeah. all slash give or take one of these songs are on the album, is he cool and A? No, no. I see Left Now and Cry Later being on the album, but I don't see these three songs being on the album. Okay. But, I think the um, baby feature will be. I, I think Left Now and Cry Later being on Kevin, the album. Kevin, that's a, a good point. Gus is a bit him. corny. You think it's corny? It's a bit corny. On it? Yes. Okay, but now what about I expect it to be on here. these? These, I don't think they're going to be on there. I just don't see him putting it on there. If he does, then yeah, that will be really surprising. Pull four songs out, you know, four singles out, and three of them at the same time like that would be strange. Mm-hmm. So I don't see I, I see Left Now and Crying Later being on the album just because he said that explicitly it mm-hmm. was going to be on the album. And because, gotcha. like I said earlier, it's going to make the album be number one right when it comes out. Ooh, hot take. I know you said that earlier, but hot take, hot take. All right. Our next case is a review of the song Leave the Door Open by newly formed group uh, Silk Sonic featuring Anderson Pock and Bruno Mars. Mars. Thanks, guys. All right. So the song dropped in uh, recently with the band Forming. Forming. Wow. But mm-hmm. what's it called? Then they released this like how we're having an album soon too. It's good. It's not what I expected. I was really expecting some really kind of like more like twenty four carry magic in the air or some Turn shit. Turn like that, that shit yeah. up. Turn it up, of, Kevin. Come on, y'all. In the background or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> but really good. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying I, no, I'm because saying like, I agree with you. Yeah, okay. I'm saying like, okay. yes, you're right, Kevin. I expected a bit more of Anderson. Um, at least Anderson. I can't really expect that much from Bruno, but I know that Bruno is going to do well with whatever he's given. But I expected, since I've listened to Anderson Pack's No Worries album, and it's very similar to this in that it's old school feeling soul music, I feel that this does not compare to that album. And people can may say they're rebuts. I, I welcome it. But when I listen to the old school soul feel of this one, Despite the decade, I don't care if it's supposed to be, this is supposed to be 70s, other supposed to be 80s, I don't care. I'm saying it does not feel as good as him on No Worries. Um, but I think it's because I like the song. Bruno, not, not trying to be mean, lacks the soul. Mm. I really feel like when it comes Hot to music, where it kind of, when he did the stuff in those veins, it came off as more just him doing the style as opposed to him being really inspired by it. All right. Anyone want to react to me? I, I think um, he's not women for Silk Sonic. They're not trying to do what with um, Anderson did. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's they're he's trying to do more like white people's funk instead of just black funk. But who said that, Kai? Kai said that. And I disagree okay. completely. Yeah. No, I'm saying like I, white funk is not in a, in a bad way. What I'm saying <laughs> is that like more like like this was wasn't trying to be like um, what's it called niggas in three piece suits in the '60s like. Do you wanna live? Like, like got yes. me a Cadillac, yeah. Cadillac. Not, not necessarily that, but like, um, if you listen to more like '70s jazz, it's more like that. Oh, you lost. And it was not trying to sound like a real like funk funk album. It's not like Steely Dan type. Yes, stuff. like yeah. I don't think they were going for a real like you know black sound. I think it was more like a real funk project. I disagree. I, 
This sounds like Delfon- the Delphonics, the Temptations. Yeah, they were going for opinion. black soul funk. And totally. I think they nailed it completely. I mean, the verse with Anderson Pack singing is a little more updated. Because, you know, they weren't singing like that in the background. Like, what you want? And I'm cool. They weren't singing like that. But then once the hook and the bridge comes in, you know, when, when Bruno takes over. I'm going to leave the door open. That is just fire. I'm going to leave the door open in the background. It's just, it's just smooth, yes. buttery. It's, it's smooth. It sounds great in my opinion. I fucking love this song. I think they hit it perfectly what they were trying to do. I think um, Anderson bought, brought the funk. I mean, not funk, but brought the hip hop or not really the cool. Yeah, he mm-hmm. brought the R and B. Yeah, he brought that to it. You know, and then um, Bruno brung the high pitch. The singing, pruning. the the yes, mm-hmm. and the melody, and all that stuff. More like whining. And I like pruning. It's like, no, I'm being really um, critical. Go ahead, Brent. But then, and they blended it really well. But one thing I want to say about this group, and what I like even more than the song, which I'm going to keep, you know, giving praise, heaping praise on the song, because I love it. One of my favorite songs of the year so far, early. But um, I love their relationship. They did an interview on The Breakfast Club, and it looks like they sincerely like each other. And that's what I really like first. I'm wondering, how did they get together? You know, and they told. Right, well, RCA or whatever record label Bruno's with. Oh, let's put these two together on the same record label. It's going to work. No, you know, it was kind of organic. It was genuine. These guys like each other. They have a good relationship. Cracking jokes back and forth on the Breakfast Club. Melting well. And that's made me say, this album's going to be good, I think. Because these guys genuinely like each other. They respect each other. This, yeah, this doesn't feel like yeah, you are forced together. Yeah. They're definitely two of a kind. You can tell that it's going to be organic. Yeah. And they're both extremely talented. And I don't want my criticism of this song to come off like I don't like it because I love this song. Well, I like this song a lot. And I would listen. I, I just haven't listened to it multiple times, but I would definitely listen to it again. I'm sure if it was on the R&B playlist, I would jam to it. So I'm not, um, you know, saying it's bad. I just thought I would be a little bit more wild. Ariel, your hot take? Um, yeah, I really love this song a lot. I think the drum performance really stands out in the song. The little... I know mm-hmm. try to. I, I, I know what you're saying. Ready. It was mm-hmm. very good. Of course, that's probably Anderson. But um, yeah. yeah, he's playing the drums in the video. I just thought it sounded really great. It sounded very mature. Um, not like because I feel like some of the Bruno Mars songs can just you know be, um, you know for a younger audience or like pop audience. Uh, sometimes seemingly, um, this seemed just like. They made it, they're trying to make a hit, but it wasn't just for trying to make a hit. Like, they really cared about, like, the actual song and making it a really good, um, yeah, because they could have just did whatever. Because their names attached would have made money. Regardless. Yeah, just throwing, I thought, I came into this project with hate, as y'all heard last week. <laughs> Because I don't, I don't particularly care for Bruno Mars. I feel like he's just too white track. All right, track Kai. For me. He's not. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Like his, like <laughs> you know, like track, his, yeah, track soundtrack uh, music. Yeah, that's what he is like. I, like Nokia car commercial. Like it's just not what I want. And um, I genuinely love the song. Like this was incredible. Like Anderson must have forced him and sat him down and showed him the Temptations. Say, adapt this, you know, Brandy, and then it, it worked like that. Like that. Bernie. So yeah, I I really do think that um, Anderson kind of brought the all the rawness to what's it called this project, and I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing more of this. Agreed. Yeah, I'm very interested to see how the album sounds, and I have a relationship with Bruno Mars similar to Tyler the Creator. 
I don't know if I remember when Tyler first came out. He hated Bruno Mars. Oh yeah. Yeah, he had a song where he said he wants them to die or he hates them or something crazy I got, line I he said. About that. Yes. And that's back when I was like, yo, that's I love this nigga Tyler. I'm with him. I can't stand Bruno. I hate him. That's back when Bruno was saying, I just wanna stay in my room. How's that song going? I wanna She's stay in my no, oh. I want to stay in my bed. Yeah, that, yeah, that's. I hate. Oh, I today but that, I don't want to do anything. anything. Yes, yeah, but that, that was terrible. I hated that fucking Bruno, y'all. I couldn't stand it, and I was totally with Tyler. But I don't know how Tyler feels about him now. I think he has reconciled and asked for forgiveness and saying he's cool. He did, Tyler. But I am with Bruno now. I mean, I'm with Tyler now. I'm a big. I'm a Bruno fan. I think. I think I can say that now because I love 24 Karat Magic in the Air. And all those songs he put out in that stretch. Um, so, yeah, I like Bruno now. And um, I'm very excited to see what this album has to offer. Yes, and so am I. Mm-hmm. All right, so our next um, topic will be about Facebook music video streams. Who wants to talk about that? Oh, yeah, me. I put that on here. This is a big deal, actually. Uh, Billboard announced, or actually Facebook announced, but Billboard is in concurrence that, okay. You know, when you look at music videos on Facebook, mm-hmm. they're now going to be counted towards Billboard streams on the charts. So. Sounds like a scam. Or scam? Okay. Well, I think it's a big deal. It's, it's no different than thinking like YouTube. When people look at YouTube videos on YouTube, you know. I didn't know that YouTube videos counted towards streams. Yes, yep. they do. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I think that's cheating. Sorry. Why? Cheating? <laughs> <laughs> but oh well YouTube does have YouTube music so I'm just saying when it comes to YouTube videos I believe that um, the artist should be paid according to their YouTube channel as everybody else does mm-hmm. all other creators um, and I feel like you know they shouldn't get paid off of a, a YouTube or a Facebook video I could just be a hater but hey I just think see, that that's kind of cheating I don't see it's cheating mainly because that's a main avenue stream so right the majority of listens probably come from those videos, like with on the Despacito get over a billion views. Mm-hmm. That means like, so they should make nothing off of that. that no, I was just sense. saying get paid through YouTube, but yeah, and but not so have it go to your billboard. So you think that should not count to go to your billboard? Yeah, no, because like, I don't know. I just feel like that's not the same as like streaming on a platform. I guess it is. The maybe world is changing. Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah, I'm for looking. me, like for years, who before but, Spotify, before iTunes, almost all of my music will listen to on YouTube. Yeah. You sound like an old white executive right I now, do. Kaylin. Because yes. I can't see how me going and buying an album one day equates to, or, you know, listening to a song on my album, but I have to say buying because that's the only really way to do it. Other than purchasing single songs on iTunes. I don't understand how that is counted the same way as somebody just looking up a YouTube video is. It's yeah. It sounds kind of dumb. Well, it's but as much, though. The percentage is different. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, uh, gotcha, right. gotcha. Like, and this is how rappers like NBA Youngboy make so much money because they're on, like, he's like one of the most, um, what's it called, um, played YouTube artists of all time right now mm-hmm. because kids are hard at home playing him constantly. How yeah. did NBA Youngboy become so popular amongst the small youth? He is their Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. He's Dang. the real rapper for them because he's a real thug. Yeah, well, I saw this art, this news article that came across my screen this week. I just thought it'd be very interesting to uh, you know for us to report on because you know we always talk about Billboard charts and all this stuff. So these Facebook streams, I'm not 
clear actually on when it starts, but it can really change some things and it can really start putting some different people up towards the top of these charts and raising them up higher because um, it enters a whole lot of people who who don't have access. You know, I, I hate to say like not I don't hate to say it, but people you know who might not be able to afford these streaming services, which we like take I for said. granted. Yeah, there's going to be a whole lot of people who don't have streaming services, who their only route of listening to music is through YouTube and Facebook. To those things will now count towards Billboard. It's kind Before, of a big deal. Like I said, I relied heavily on those for streams. Mm-hmm. In the same way, TikTok shouldn't count. Facebook should count because there's constantly videos you really look on Facebook like, who remembers these '90s classics? And it'll be a full music videos like it'll be like I don't know like uh, rain and waterfalls, they're chasing waterfalls or something. Mm-hmm. And be like, this this don't go chasing classic. waterfalls or like top ten rock songs it is the fucking Bob Dylan shit yeah. that should count it should count because these mm-hmm. things get shared so much people honestly forget like how many people are actively using Facebook yeah. like, and, like to us most of our generation yeah we don't use it but parents kids like yeah, people yeah. love Facebook my mm-hmm. only question is are they gonna count anime music videos for these because those music videos for like Naruto Lickin Park in the end it doesn't matter those videos we have in thousands and thousands of views after, did we have that conversation about the anime stuff on um the, for the Oscars on the pod last week? No, it was off the pod. Okay, that was off the pod. Yeah. But I just wanted to say that. I'm going to get Kai a shirt that says, but what about anime? Because <laughs> literally for every popular thing, nice. you have to bring up anime. <laughs> well, I don't get a segment, and I like to talk about what I love. Anime. So, that could be a segment. So billboards, y'all better get ready. To see Shirley Caesar and a big jump and Kirk right. Franklin because all the aunties Caesar? and all the aunties are gonna be they on Facebook y'all and they're gonna be streaming them people okay well give them their regalia break every chain is gonna go true the next um, topic is gonna be covered by Ariel she has been getting into Baby King and did y'all put this on here to Ariel. Well, we must have talk- dropped the single. The song didn't come out yes. We, yeah, last week we were just oh, saying. Oh, I thought you put this on here, Sorry. I didn't put it on there. Yeah, I, put, I just took it from the re- new releases and put it into now review. Reviews. So, yeah. no, it was no sense. I actually listened to it. Overall, decent song. I didn't have, I haven't gone back to his album yet. Like I said, we were, I was <laughs> going to, but the song actually was kind of cool. Kind of. I, like again, I, have, I clearly have listened to it enough to where I can give you a full comprehensive review of it. But solid song, like I like it. Yeah, I still like. I'm still waiting for that. Got like other stable mates on that on that label to drop some more stuff. Like I saw a post. It's been over a thousand days since Isaiah Rashad dropped the project. And just like nigga, come back. And Isaiah Rashad better have a fucking great album with this comeback. But um, the Baby Kim song was cool. I liked it. But um, yeah, it was just nothing I would truly want to go back to constantly. Yeah, I want I wanted to listen to this song so bad. I put the thing on the fucking pod. Uh, I had every intention on listening to this song, but uh, I didn't hear it. I didn't listen as well. So, yeah. baby Keem, I'm still gonna give you a whirl one of these days. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I I didn't know you were gonna be the in the review. Um, yeah, I really love this song. Um, are you irritated? Oh, you pissed off, hey, something, something, something. Yeah, it's very fun. He's riding the beat very well. Um, I just think he has a lot of um, potential. Mm. I think he's living up to his current potential right now. Like, he's doing great, but I feel like he could be one of those like influential people in, down the line. In terms of like Travis Scott's. Oh, wow. Person. That's a hot take, Ariel. Yeah, but, yeah I mean... 
just in that wave, because I feel like a, people, a lot of people respect him when he's doing the higher ups, like Drake and Kendrick have both um, put know, a stamp put on him. Stuff behind them, so I feel like you know he could probably back it up. If he back it up, I have a quick question, and this is not on the docket. I'm just going to throw it in there for a quick um, question. Have y'all heard Coily Ray's song that goes, "Ain't that be like fuck everybody? I don't trust nobody." Yeah. Why do y'all think this new aesthetic? Bring you might hear it. It goes like this: Hit him with that. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Anyway, y'all y'all heard it. And this is Benzino's Why do you think? Daughter, right? Yes, this is Benzino from Love and Hip Hop's Daughter. Why do you think people like that song so much? Do you think this whole new Cardi Playboy Cardi aesthetic is popular amongst the youth? I would just like yeah. your opinion. Very yeah, it's, so. it's very much that because Playboy Cardi is like a god to these little niggas and he, they love him. So, so because she has that sound. She just like the same way Cardi bit Kodak's flow for Boy That Yellow. Mm. This is her hopping on Cardi. That's Kevin hot take because I didn't think about that. Well, the, the kids who have um, NBA Youngboy as their Lil Wayne have Playboy Cardi as their Jay-Z. They think this is genuinely the greatest rapper of all time. He's futuristic punk now. He like this every song he drops is incredible, and um I'm sorry this was just some strange strange weirdo shit. Yes, and I just feel like when people say mumble rap, that is what they mean because she's literally not saying anything but like just making sounds. It's just baby talking. I, j- it's actually baby like, talk. I, I've tried to get into Playboy Cardi. I just I fucking can't. Mm. And feathered we have Playboy Cardi, you know, clones is just fucking terrible. Yeah, she's literally a clone. All right, well next case. Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats dropped an album. Well, um, they re-release they re-release one point five other uh, they're unlocked one, but they calling it one point five because it's filled with remixes of different people. So it's ranging from guys like Robert Glasper to Apple the rest again. We'll Jid, um, yeah, we're featuring people like Jid featuring Joy Conway Badass. the Machine. Yeah. Yes, overall, um, I liked it. I didn't listen to it only but one time as I was getting ready for y'all. To come over here for the pod. But there were many of times where I was like, who's that? That was what I did with Jid. I also turned my neck at um, somebody toward the end. Benny? Kenny Mason. I thought that was like somebody from Atlanta or like um, Earth Gang or somebody. He sounded really good. I like that song. So I say good review for um, me listening as someone who's never seen heard the first one or anything. Overall, I'm solid. I just want to say, Jay Versace is two for two with his beats right now. After killing his with called West Side Gun, this was this was really great. Robert Glasper had an incredible beat for him. So did the Alchemist. Conway did not disappoint on his verse. Overall, just really solid remix. I do find it funny that they had um Kenny had other producers on the album, but um, wow. Then so even though I didn't really care for it on one point the unlocked album, this shit was just fucking hard for real. Denzel is just easily the best of the top of the young rappers right now. And it's not even close. Like, no one's even close to him at all. Yeah, I prefer this to Unlocked. Right. Uh, that's what I was getting ready to say, Kai. Like, um, and I thinking, but I second what you just said. Yeah, he's the best of this this young rapper um, crop right now. I really feel like he took that crown that I felt that Joey had for so long mm. and put that right on his head. Okay, yeah. Right. What's it yeah. called? Um, it's just that, like, Kenny Beats isn't a bad producer, but, like, I felt like this album sounded like two, 2001, you know, weird, um, the, um, the, like, just before Bling Era rap. The, those beats on that first album just weren't hidden for me. Oh, yeah. So, uh-huh. like, this was exactly the vibe I wanted into wanted all the time. Yes, God. <laughs> 
These these niggas on the remix, they really went off. Like, how do you get bodied that bad? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some of my favorites, it's so incredible. The one started mm-hmm. off with Shmino is just you know brilliant. The way he my, says it to them, you yes. might be my cousin. Shmino was rapping and yes. he wasn't singing rapping. He was like, that was another one who I was like, who was this? He went off, but and then, then he said his name in the track. Of course, Cosmic with Joey Badass, probably mm-hmm. maybe my favorite song on the whole album. Maybe my top three songs of the year. <laughs> yeah, just an amazing song. And, you know, I, I agree with Kaylin. The Kenny Mason one is really good. So, Benny Butcher, Diet, Land. This this thing's great. So, this beat fits so much better for Diet. Yes. Yes. And please go on a diet. But, uh-huh. man, it's just, I can't get over how good the production is on this. I want the instrumentals of this version next. Yeah. But, like, man, um, fuck. I think there's a really, if he can get this, keep this sound that he's going on, he might be on to something, influencing his era into the next era of rap. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like, because this one is, you know, still strictly, like, real hip-hop, I think he might go off the wall again and do something, like, do more crazy beats like his early projects. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm hoping that he does not. But, you know, going into the next part of the news... Bodak Yellow by Cardi B is now officially Diamond Certified. She's the first female rapper to do this. Um, I get my feelings about, you know, Cardi. But I have to say this. It is cool to see someone of, you know, you know she's not fully black, of black culture that we embrace, that we embrace truly, get something like this. But I'm also... And watch Rise Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my only problem strip is... Strip clubs and from Love and Hip Hop. It should not have been her to be the first female rapper. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm not a bar, but I will wear the crown today. Mm-hmm. It should be Miss McNamara. And I will share the crown with you because she is not anywhere near Nicki Minaj. Y'all about to make me defend Cardi B right yes, now. Yes, I agree. You know I'm Kevin, a Kevin, get ready because I'm going to go at you. Bodak Yellow's fucking hard. And I agree. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. I'm not going to debate we that. We cannot <laughs> say that song did not run 2017 when that dropped. Yeah, that was literally. Well, I can tell you a lot of Nicki Minaj songs that rang, um, ran in the 2010s. Mm-hmm. Didn't run hard enough. <laughs> it didn't run long enough. Right? You know, all this social media was not out terribly. Y'all know that. I'm just laughing with Kevin. So saying. Cardi's rise came in conjunction with her love and hip hop fame, which um, Nicki Minaj did not have. And also, it came with the rise of social media because everybody followed Car- Cardi. No, but that's unfair. The love and hip hop fame. Nicki Minaj had all those fans. She had already been on Monster. And she point. had a co-side from I'm saying, Lil Wayne. Yeah. And no, Ray, no, no. Which were way bigger. You're missing it. What I'm saying is that's how Cardi was seen by more people because she had a show. She had TikTok. I mean, not TikTok. She had Twitter, social media, Twitter, and stuff like that. But yeah, all that but stuff like, helped it. But wouldn't you say being literally the protege of Lil Wayne and part of like the hot new young money was not a big enough look to help no, her? No, because the internet was not as vast as it was. But hip hop was. But uh, I don't know. Overall, I I, I get what you, no, you, but make, I think she you make a valid it. point. Yeah, she killed. She killed it because she was. We saw her everywhere. That's what I'm just saying. Nicki was not able to be everywhere yeah. the way Cardi was. That's the same argument that people are saying, like, like how Drake and them, like Drake didn't he don't he like he's like these younger rappers they don't deserve to get these records and stuff like that. Yeah. Because Michael Jackson couldn't do that or the Beatles. Yeah, but that just it's comes a with valid the time. Point. It's the same way, like how like we look at everyone like same with music or like sports when people are like, well, LeBron and them they're only putting numbers up because so and so couldn't do that back in the day. Yeah, stuff evolves. So exactly, you gotta, exactly. That's you gotta, what I'm trying you to say. Take it for what it is. Like, so, congrats to her though. Are y'all congrats to her? Yeah, but are y'all triggered that 
you know, knowing this song, she probably didn't write near line and that this flow was probably engineered for her mm. and she not by it. her. Does that I'm bother gonna you? I'm going to steal all your rappers' flows <laughs> and I'm going to make millions of dollars, bitch. So are we mad that are you she's triggered? the Is one? Like, to get this diamond right. So, no, I'm not triggered because it was a good song. If the song was bad and it really just got blown up too much, that's okay. one thing. Just, mm-hmm. just no, Kaylin. But the song was catchy. It's a good song. So, so we're putting this on live air and the barbs will find you and hunt you down. Mm-hmm. They'll hunt me down more than I'm one of you. Next case. So, the two, 2021 Grammy performers have been announced. You know, the Grammys is the Sunday, y'all. I'm very excited, actually. I'm ready for the, um, the um, concert. I mean, not concert. Award season is to take off flight. Mm-hmm. Golden Globes already started. That's my least favorite. So, Glant Grammys, I'm excited. But anyway, they released this week, uh, just yesterday, the list of everyone who's performing. So, I want to run through this list real quick. And I want to know if the cousins are interested. If this list makes you more interested in watching the Grammys tomorrow. Okay. I'm going to name everybody they announce who's performing. It's not very long. Oh, tomorrow? Okay. It's Sunday. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Dua Lipa, Roddy Rich, Taylor Swift, BTS, Billie Eilish, Meg The Stallion, Bad Bunny, Harry Styles, Black Pumas, Cardi B, Da Baby, Doja Cat, Haim, Lil Baby, Chris Martin, John Mayer, Post Malone, Silk Sonic. And more. No. Yes, I no. had at least <laughs> no. I had at least ten people I did not. Or maybe not 10, but a good amount that I did not mind seeing. I okay. will watch the yeah. Silk Sonic video on YouTube the next day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I would not watch this. Yeah, and I will you. be forced to see the BTS one because it will be spammed all over Twitter. <laughs> can't find it doesn't entice me to watch, but mm. I mean, I would watch. Oh, wait. Kyle, you want to see Dua Lipa's sexy dad? Who the fuck is Dua Lipa? Watch Spanish Girl. Oh, my Lord. I was thinking of Kelly Uche's. No, she, she was very that sick. just hit me. That is not the, it's a different person oh. when you said that. Okay. Oh my god. All right. Well. So, um, to answer your question, I would definitely watch the performance, but do I need to sit down and watch this Grammys? Mm-hmm. No, I'm good on that. I want Kaylin to. You remember Freddie Gibbs and them are, are nominated? Remember they started making See, some but better. I don't care. Problem is, I never care because I want, the good people don't don't ever win. So I'm the problem is, I want. Okay, Jay Electronica, full suit and bow tie with the Nisha Islam behind him rapping. Oh, you'll never see that. So, <laughs> ever since, I think Tyler screwed it up for all of us, so we'll never get another wild rapper performing again. Uh-huh. Big um, spaceships flying around the back. Oh, I would love to see that performance. Well, I'll name a few highlights for what our pod's listening for, and I think... Don't speak for me. This Sorry, I'm kidding. <laughs> I did, yo, does this make you more interested to listen? Did you answer? Well, I don't want to skip she over She said no. Oh. Okay, not necessarily, not necessarily but I'm going to watch it. Yeah, well, some Roddy Rich is on here. I want to see him. Meg Thee Stallion. Billy Eilish put on good performances. Um, Cardi B, I want to see what she's doing. Da Baby, I'll, I'll look at him. Doja Cat, just pleasurable to look at. Um, oh, shit, that's it. Silk Sonic. I got to hear that. Can yeah. we just talk about They're how... They're going to kill that. Agree. Can we just talk about how uncanceled Doja Cat really was? Yeah, that's that true. was all talk on it Twitter. Was fake. Everybody yeah. was mad, and they have not stopped streaming her shit on TikTok or nothing the entire time. Yeah, but, you know, I think maybe the actual real, you know, black community, the real ones, canceled her and don't listen to her like that. But we all know. We just overpowered if you're doing a little, No, no, no. If you're culture. doing dance challenges to her, she's still getting that money from them. Are, are we doing that, though? I thought it was, that was, the like, the, yeah. the whites. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. That was Next the white 
Now we're going to transition into what's going on in today's culture. First on the docket, Jay-Z sells majority of title to Jack Dorsey's tech company, Square, for $297 million. And Jay-Z also becomes a, a member on the board of Square as well. On oh, side. good for him. And hmm. what I'm saying, all the other artists are... Yeah, I'm saying all the other artists are still keeping their majority their, their shares in the stock as well. Yeah, and they're still being called. They're still owners. They're getting so nine million. It's each. It's a good. It's a good thing for them. Again, everyone's crying about how people like oh, title sold out. Title is that. No one supported title in the first place, which is why they had to do this. To be completely honest, me included, I just got on the bandwagon literally within the within this month, and it's a great experience. I really didn't know. But now I can truly say that, yeah, there's egg on my face. I should have been dropped Spotify and been using this. Dang. Honestly. I mean, is it really true that nobody supported it? I mean, I know their numbers were nowhere near Apple and Spotify, but could you really expect those numbers? You yeah, know, the title like, was a meme Jay-Z, what were you doing, really, to get this brand to a Apple and a Spotify like brand. All I've ever seen is niggas try to sell the damn thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so let me ask you something. Uh-huh. Did Jay Z create title? No. no. He bought oh, it. Oh I thought Switzerland people. I literally thought until y'all started explaining this to me off camera, I literally thought this was his baby, which was why I was so confused at why he just gave it up so quick after only a couple days. But yeah, like, but remember, yo, well, title was a meme. Title I'm sorry, was a meme I meant to say a couple of years. Out, so we were we were joking on title. Yeah. Anybody listening to that shit? Title wave, yeah. title, title splash, and stuff like that. Like <laughs> it was corny. But now I truly can say though, like, give it a. Sh- if you are really into audio, guys, like when it comes to like all like the quality and things like that, mm-hmm. I definitely recommend title. So people who just want to hear the song and just hear the song. Then you can use Spotify or Apple Music or however you want. But the main difference between those and titles is that you have different quality levels of files. So the regular just goes to high, regular to high on most companies. But title also offers Hi-Fi, which is the highest you can get, and then Master, which is the actual audio recording of them in the studio, which sound completely different. From I gotta hear it. I have to hear it off pod. You have to hear it true with headphones on too. Okay, yeah. I will put my headphones on. I got my beats. I have to hear it before y'all leave because I need to know why is it so good. And I can't lie. If if I was in the Apple ecosystem, I'm not leaving that. If they have me too tight by my balls. But <laughs> if I was on Spotify or something running around willy nilly, I would be on title to be honest. Not even because of Jay- when Jay-Z was there, yes, I would say because of Jay-Z. But for that highest quality sound i would crave that i want that i would need that in my life mm-hmm. and it's very tempting just listening to kevin and kai describe it now but um yeah because i'm in the, the apple ecosystem i gotta stay there but uh and you know how i've got into full arguments about mm-hmm. the importance of quality when it comes to certain to audio yeah so maybe because i've important. never heard the difference i can't really say that i care because like i have my quality on high on spotify when i used to listen to spotify through my hair headphones and I don't know that I could tell that it was different. So, I feel like it was just louder. There's so much of a difference. The minute I learned the difference between a regular MP3 and a FLAC file, Ooh. it's completely different. Even your phone recognizes it differently. Okay. So like regular tracks is just regular MP3, mm-hmm. but I actually get what's called, what's called UHD audio quality when someone says on there. Like, so oh. I'm assuming that means Ultra HD? Yes. Okay. So there, there is an actual difference. With and it. also like... um. I listen to a lot, of, a lot of production albums. So, like, when I listen to um, Static Selector, he's ours with titles, so some of his albums are um, mastered. So, 
just hearing the beats either like you can set it to low or normal and then hear the true difference like listen to the logic album again just production wise was insane because it's the master of house to it so like I, I think you just gotta listen to like, an album that you can like really really enjoy and then understand it yeah because you've heard it a thousand times and then you hear it differently that one time and how much is title um, fourteen ninety nine for students. That's what I pay. Damn, that's high. That's high. Yeah, for students, that's a student discount. No, it can't be. I think it's a student <laughs> hi fi one. Um, I think maybe. it might be like seven dollars, and normally it's fourteen. I'm sorry. Okay, well, I think that this is a really good idea, and um, I I'm I'm happy for Jay Z. I feel like it's a boss move, Brent. Um, said to me that he wanted to get rid of it and he did and it seems like he made a good amount of money off of it yeah i also saw somewhere that each shareholder of um title gets a percentage nine from million the, okay shareholder being the artists who are in it though like the rihanna's the jack white's madonna um j cole's who, on there Nicki minaj is on there too though yeah those people who were in there from you know from the beginning right yeah, so not like shareholders, like the regular people. And Caleb, don't you want to listen to um, J. Cole, Niggas Not Gonna and the title Master Audio with his full no, breath on the mic? I do. That's the thing. I do. And I'm about to cancel my Spotify contract after a long time. Um, but long now I have, as Brent says, fully immersed myself in the Apple Vortex. I know he didn't say that, but I'm um, yeah, just so going to say. And... Um, the white hole? It's no point for me to have Spotify at that at this point. The only reason why I was keeping it is because I thoroughly enjoy the wrap up things. I thoroughly oh, enjoy that, right. and I'm sad That's because a big thing to lose. yes, and a lot of the music I've been listening to this year is not even on Spotify, and I'm paying for it. I literally only use Spotify like probably twenty percent of the time, and I just need to just go ahead and cancel it. But I am going to be sad. But hopefully, Apple. Takes it up a notch. What do you think? The reason why I don't seem to be worried, but I hope so. The only reason I'm using Spotify now is because at first was because I did not actually have my playlist sorted, so I didn't build any playlist. So just trying to shuffle out of like two thousand songs, you never want to have it. You hear what song you want to hear. Mm -hmm. But now that I've got specific playlists made and I've been able to transfer all of them over to title, I am straight. Even my old daily mixes from Spotify got transferred. Like the songs that were in there got transferred over. And how did you do this again? When you buy a title, you have the option to transfer all of your stuff over. How do they get that off from Spotify? Great question. Yeah. Oh. See, I'm still going to say this. <laughs> Apple or not, Spotify's interface reigns supreme to me. I prefer it over Apple. Kai, you're the only one out of us. Well, Brent, maybe. I just want to know, do you still believe Apple is better, Brent? And Kai, what do you think now that you've had Spotify, Apple, as well as title Google and Play? And title, yes. And YouTube music. I've been around the world trying to collect the um, Infinity Stones of what is the best streaming platform. And UI. Based. UI and for the users, that's user interface. Yeah, Mr. Hackerman over there. Um, <laughs> when it comes to UI, I think um, I think title is the cleanest. What? Wow. Title is what I wanted from Apple Music. Not saying Apple Music's bad. Apple Music is just goddamn perfect. Not, I don't think so. Looking up an artist really quickly or clicking on an album really quickly is not easy in Apple Music to I me. I feel it's incredibly outnumbered, okay? We've yeah, all used Tidal. It's not easy. I mean, Spotify is yeah. Apple's better. I can't, I don't understand. Maybe it's just me. Apple, it's just you. For me, it's just your 
your first love. Like you just yeah. you don't want to you don't want to change it. And I'm all alone. For me, on the it's just that, like Spotify is meant for playlisting, and I want to listen to usually two albums or songs and it makes it like that. See, I want to listen to playlists most of the time. I, That's why I liked it better. I, the thing is that like you know the way Joe Budden talked about playlists and how they worked for a while, like. Do you think people just really listen at home and actually check rat caviar for like every weekend? Yes. Yes. I guarantee you. You're looking at the president of the company. Mm. I don't do it often anymore because I just be like aloof and just be listening to something just to listen. But back in the day, I'll be like, all right, let's see what's new in rap. And I'll put on rap caviar. So checking rap caviar allows me to be able to figure out who's new, what songs are out and popping, what the new kids are listening to. And then usually I like hear a song, I'm like, oh yeah, that was on TikTok or I saw that on an Instagram video. So I prefer playlists for the most part uh, because I don't have time to be really trying to sit there and think about who I want to listen to. Mm. And that's a whole nother conversation because the power of being on a popular playlist will help you in your career. True. You got you have to have some type of team to put you on for me alternative R&B, smooth R&B. Like you have to have the right people to put you on this playlist because it gets you listened to by so many more people who are like me mm-hmm. and are too lazy to Remember Spotify broke and um, Drake was on cover of like Hot New Gospel and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. That was the worst era. Even on like the freaking Metal Blade, whatever the current, like the top metal ones were, God's Plan snuck its way on. That's like, it. Going from like a Mice yeah. Men to that, it just made me That's sick. why I'm saying that's a whole nother conversation because it's like, people can be cheating the system, okay? But I just want to congratulate the small artists. Like, um, I'll give a quick shout out, Symphony Soto. She's a YouTuber. Ariel put me on her, and she is like also an R&B artist. And she got on one of the new playlists. It was no work of her own, I don't think, because she was very surprised. Okay. She was very surprised when she saw it got on the playlist. So, anyway, I was just saying, like, the fact that it was on there probably was good for her because she was able to get heard by more people. Mm -hmm. Or it could be you're being pushed out by a machine and they're taking up all the spots, putting Drake, 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 Drake over and over again. All right. well, Well, any other takes? What were we talking about? Apple, Apple, Apple Music. Apple yeah, Music. Trill- it, it started from yeah, it started. title being sold. Oh, okay. And then we got to what was the best platform. I, that was all my answer, so. Um, uh, what did y'all say? No. Um, Prayer do I. Yeah, mine's Apple Music. Um, I will say, in the beginning, well, one of my main favorite features for Apple Music is that they know me. Their algorithm is spot on for my likes and dislikes. Um, so... I like starting, if I don't know anything to listen to, I'll be like, play me something I like. And they usually will play me, like you know, a good mix of like old songs I like and then new songs that I haven't heard of that go in that genre. So I discovered a lot of artists that way. But I, I don't knock playlists at all either. Like sometimes when I don't know, um, or I would want to just listen to a certain genre, I'll put it on a playlist. But it's not my main um, goal when I'm using Apple Music. Um, but yeah, I've used Spotify in the past. I prefer the, yeah, the Apple Music uh, outline. All right. Next case. Next um, on the docket. Wow. I, I, y'all probably don't give a fuck. I mean, Clubhouse, we got to get on that shit. They got a room going on right now that I would love to be in. Top three greatest rappers of all time. Punch DDE is in there. Isaac Hayes the third. Royce the five nine and some other niggas. Oh, yeah. That's, that's probably, probably, a, that's probably a good room. Yeah. You really going to say Nas three times? 
Oh, that's oh, what no. Brent's gonna say. You know, I like Biggie and Tupac. I like Tupac and. You really yeah. like Biggie because I pulled a Biggie card of yours last night and you didn't even know what he was talking about in uh, one of his most iconic songs. Yes, but I still do because I know the nigga can tell stories and I know his lyrics better than you. Oh. That one song you got. Oh. And I am <laughs> I can't even argue with that. But I really, but that, that just came up on my phone. But I really wanted to interject because this is. It's not on the docket. We meant to put it on there, the bulletin, but it it's kind of music and um, culture. Remember, the Life is Beautiful concert is coming September 19th to the 17th, through, 17th through the 19th. The first really big live concert in Las Vegas. We just learned about it today. Tickets are going on sale this Friday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah, you know, in Vegas, like I said, in September, 17th through the 19th. Billie Eilish, Green Day, Tame Impala, ASAP Rocky, Young Thug, Black, Earth Gang, J.I.D., Modest Mouse, Ludacris, and a bunch of other people. What do y'all think about that? Like the first con- they say like the first concert ever? It's live. I mean, since COVID. The big, first big Concerts in like Japan or something like that are still going on. Yeah, you're right. No, I mean, in America, in the America. first large concert, not in a small club, because they've been happening. But like, Where the hell is it going to be at? Vegas, somewhere outside, Vegas. probably on some fairgrounds. This is a terrible, terrible idea. I think it's a terrible idea because it's so early. I feel like maybe October. Oh, What's wait, it? it's September. Is it September? September. So it may I be okay, but I think it's still too big of a, a concert. Like I feel like having a huge festival. That's kind of scary. It's a festival. Like I don't festival. think you should be doing Made in America. But if you want to do like little concerts or whatever, sure. So I think that they should not have done such a large scale festival like this. And at first I was going to say, I think that nobody will, um, not as many people as they expect will come. Is that, That's what I was going to say. Because really? people know the effects of COVID. People are much more knowledgeable of it and be like, yeah, it might start spiking. I'm not buying no tickets now because who knows what the world will be. Have you seen Atlanta? These niggas have never cared. Yeah. This is gonna be so too. that's when I was gonna say that I was gonna come in and say that, but I was thinking it's in September. People are getting vaccinated. I was also gonna say they might truly show up. I think yeah. it's gonna sell out. And big <laughs> names like Billie Eilish. Yeah, yeah. If I went. Yeah, her fans are gonna sell out alone. But yeah, if I um am vaccinated, you know, fully or whatever, I'm going terribly. There's no reason for me to be afraid. So yeah. you're going then. Oh, what is this at? Oh, sorry, I keep thinking. No, I'm not. This is probably like three minutes. But, um, to, like... And Burning Hot. I don't like these people, really. Yeah, I mean, I've already seen Black. I've already seen Earth Gang. Those are some of the main people I wanted to see. ASAP Rocky and Young Thug would be good, nice to see. Yeah, that would be nice to see that. I would like to see Billy, too. They're not high enough. They're not high enough on the fucking list. And that's another thing that made me mad, looking at this poster. This poster is the worst marketing I've seen in a fucking long ass Billie Eilish, Green Day, and Tame Impala are the top three people. I don't fucking know Tame Impala, but I know a lot of people who like them. I've never heard of them. Green fucking Day should not be a fucking headliner. Slide them the fuck off. When will these people who make this shit learn? Yes. Hip-hop runs the world right now. I'm not coming for Billie, because I know her fan base is wild. It's huge. You know, she's on that huge pop level. To be on the top. 
Yeah, and Tame, I don't know about them, but I know about some fucking Green Day. Old, washed up, last two albums were pure garbage. Oh fucking God. Green Day. Okay, and you got niggas like ASAP Rocky and Young Thug on this thing. Hip hop runs the world right now. Hip hop makes shit go and it makes shit stop. And when they drop stuff, it goes to the top. Talk your so, shit! Yeah, Green Day, slide them down off this fucking top because it's disrespectful, it's ridiculous. Put the boy ASAP up there as a damn headliner in this top three and put Green Day under Young Thug because it's fucking ridiculous. So, Life is Beautiful, fuck you for that because hip-hop runs this shit. Rock and roll's dead at the moment and you can come to my motherfucking door. I said it here first, niggas. So, y'all have heard of this festival before? No. Okay. All right. Anybody else want to be at? stretch building Okay, next case. Um, Matthew Knowles thinks that people who were comparing Chloe to Beyonce are stupid. Now, I didn't see the clip, so someone else went. Yeah, I didn't get to watch it. Um, Basically, um, Matthew Knowles is doing an interview with a gossip blog or something. I don't know who they are, but maybe they're into music too. Um, He was given an interview. And um, the lady, I guess, asked maybe a question that alluded that people were uh, comparing Chloe's talent to Beyonce. Um, or maybe even going as far as calling her the Beyonce of this time. That's um, a lie. Yeah. So, I don't know if she actually said that, but that's what that's what they were kind of alluding to. And he basically responded, he was She'll like, um, so you're saying that idiots, what? Oh, I'm um, just giving commentary. I said she'll never be the Beyonce. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, he was like, so so you mean to say some idiots out there think that Chloe is um, close to Beyonce? Idiots? Yeah, some idiots. He, he should have said And she that. was like, oh, I mean, people are comparing them. And she's like, um, you know, you're saying people are so, like, you are idiots enough to think that Chloe, he repeated it, being an idiot. Mm. And she basically was just saying, like, um, well, yeah, she's had talent. He basically was like, it's insulting to, to Beyonce to, for See, even to compare. Number one. He said she'll never or something like that. Yeah. One, what you're not going to well, do is sit up in a black woman's face and downplay another black woman. Mm-hmm. I think there's another way that you could have answered it because I do Precisely. not agree. Precisely. Yeah, be like, name. I mean, hey, I think it's only one Beyonce, but I'm biased. Period. That's all you have to so, say. Yeah, even that would be kind of strong too, as well. But at least it would be better than calling her fans yes, or anybody idiots. who likes her idiots. That don't make no sense at all. It really was. And also, he, it double don't make no sense because Chloe is on Beyonce's label. Yeah. Why the fuck would you mm-hmm. talk about her fans right. when they have to answer to Beyonce? Yeah. He yeah. was disrespectful. He kept saying to Lady, "I asked you a yes or no question. Mm-hmm. Oh, is she? What did you say? Is, is she, she good being compared? Somebody oh. would compare her talent." Yeah, he's like, should they be doing that? And the girl's like, oh, well, I don't know. I had you a yes or no question. And I was like, this man is crazy. He yeah. is. He's crazy and he's yeah. a loose cannon. Mm. Yeah. Well, I and saw he's that. going through a midlife crisis. He lost everything he had. Yeah. Mm. And basically, Hallie had come back on Twitter and, you know, gave her little subtweets out. And she was like, isn't it great that Chloe is already an icon? You know what I mean? Just yeah. like pumping her up and stuff. Mm. And she was like, I will ride for my sister any day. So, you know, she's bucking back against her bosses forever. Beyonce don't even suck to him, I know. okay? Mm. Yeah, he, he's a mess. He's, yes, he's she don't talk to him. Much. He's estranged. Beyonce made a whole song about how she was proud of the fact that her mother divorced her father. She literally made a song. I think she still does a good job of 
having him having access to Blue, though, as from as far as I know, right? Like, he can still see the grandchildren or something? I haven't I heard those that terms and conditions. Because um, <laughs> I feel like he had mentioned Blue or something like that recently, so he maybe had some access to him, to her. But, um, yeah, it was just rude, the way he did it. It was unprofessional. Yes, like, I don't understand why you would even try to create drama between the two of them when they know they're closely working together. Mm-hmm. You could have pumped both of them up and just kept, kept your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's all I got. So Matthew's being rebuked, okay? Nigga, it's not like you should be sick and shut He might be, yeah, sick and shut I don't know yet. <laughs> Next case Swiss Beats and Timbaland. They're on some Jay Z shit and they sold the Versus brand to Triller. Am I saying it correctly? Somebody yeah. bring us in. Well, Triller is a popular app that people use on Instagram before. Not the, anymore. Yeah, this uh, is why yeah, I want to question this deal, actually. Yeah, so before the video, before they switched over to IGTV, I thought Triller was like the main thing for. And essentially, they've bought it now and they're setting it up for themselves. Well, not, not bought it, but they bought into it and they're going to be setting up verses on there from now on, right? Well, May that's I interject really quickly? I, I want to clarify what Kevin said because tr- tr- wow, Triller was the new. TikTok more so than Instagram TV. It was a TikTok style app where you get on and you can create dances and stuff to songs on the app. So I wanted to clarify that fact because I don't understand how this works for um, verses, given that it's a live video going on instead of scrolling up and down and watching different kind of TikToks kind of vibe. But it looks like they may be trying to go into a different direction as Triller was the sponsor for the fight the of fight. the old men. Mike Tyson. So maybe they're moving into a different direction. <laughs> the fight of the old men. Sugar Ray or somebody. Yeah. Mike Tyson. Yeah. So that's just a hot take on my end. What do y'all think about that? I don't know. What do y'all think? I just need to know what Kevin said. I, I wanted to read the article. Listeners, you know, I, I'm sorry about that. To I need to know. I'm going to find out if that means Versus is going to be on Triller exclusively. Because like Kayla said, Triller is pretty much really uh, competitive of Instagram at this point, you know? Yeah. And but, mm-hmm. will they want to still have it on Apple Music? That's the preferred way that I'm watching it now. And just so many, there's more questions right now than answers. You know, I wonder if these guys sold this thing to the first highest bidder, you know, the number one highest bidder, because they can see pandemics ending Real concerts are coming back, just announced in September. Yeah. You know, how many people are going to continue to be sitting in front of a TV screen? They already saw probably their worst numbers since the first few verses yeah. when, um, um, what's his name? D'Angelo yeah. didn't even hit 150,000 yeah. when he had special guests of Method Man, Red Man, and her. So they might see the writing on the wall and say, we need to sell this shit to somebody. The fuck ASAP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you think they would have got better numbers if they actually said who the guests were? Yes. Yeah. If I mean, someone saw her, yeah. If someone saw her on there, you uh, think yeah, that would have moved the number more. I agree. I agree, Kevin. Yeah, but still. So I'm wondering what's going on with this. But let me tell you this: Versus is dead. I know yeah. I've said it before and I was wrong, but I'm gonna tell you and I do declare: Versus is dead if it's on Triller exclusively yes. right now. Okay, it's dead in the water and it's done. I'm not going to fucking Triller. I'm gonna fuck who's versing who. To see shit on Triller, especially now real concerts and shots coming back, and the world's opening back up, niggas getting the, the vaccine and everything. So I, you know, I just hope Swiss and, and Timberland know what they were doing. 
I really wish that Apple would have been the people that they could have worked a deal with. You're on Apple. It's on HD. Or you know? Instagram. Wait. Like, why is it being sold to Triller instead of being sold to Instagram? I don't think so. Did we talk yeah. about that? Like, I don't understand. Well, Instagram guys don't got to buy shit. Just keep putting it on yeah, there for free, and we get all the regalia. And but what I'm saying is, I don't know if it's going to go on Instagram anymore by selling mm-hmm. it to Triller. Oh, yeah. You really yeah. think Triller and Instagram want to come together and no. with forces? We'll, we'll have to see. And yeah. are they in charge of the brand? That's what I also want to know. Like, are they selling mm-hmm. the rights to Versus, or is like, you will be the dedicated Versus platform? Yeah, no, I think they still kind of have a... A shareholders or a place in Triller now. Oh. Swiss Beats. And they said all the artists who have been on yeah. on the verses now, they list all of them. They now have a shareholder or a place in Triller. All of them. Neo, all of them that were, you know, there before. Is Triller about to so, try to do some fucking title shit? Yes, yeah, Do I, it be a streaming platform or did, something? Did you just say it's fishy to me? Because I think it is. Yeah, I me. mean, I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, I think it's a fishy move for them to sell it to Triller. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm trying to say. Is Triller about to rebrand? Because right now, Triller is nothing. Like, it was a yeah. wannabe <laughs> TikTok that couldn't do it right. Mm-hmm. And I know you just, oh, go to you. There you go. Oh, I'm saying I'm just gonna be mad that um, now we're gonna see like uh, I saw this on Twitter like Billy Ray Cyrus versus Lady Antebellum. You I know what I mean? We're gonna start seeing some country versus country. Uh, something, I something think so. Yeah. Turn into a show like um, oh y'all. I hope not. Like the Masked Singer, where we have Dolly Parton versus the Dixie yeah. Chicks on Fox. <laughs> this is where I see it going. This was never really hilarious. set up as a black thing, but it was implied. So I feel like once you sell to a big corporation, they're going to filter some people in mm. some very boring. Yes, we're going to see Green Day versus Aerosmith or something. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I wish more so than selling to someone, like I was saying, I know Kenny should disagree. I wish a deal maybe might have been worked out with like Apple because I don't want to, you don't want to lose that HD free viewership. Yeah, that's the, on, my preferred way. Yes, on Apple. Because Triller, you got to pay for shit at the, at the moment. The way Triller releases things. Not, oh, not their thing you're talking about. Okay. Like their mm-hmm. um, competition against TikTok. I'm talking about like the way they charge for the Mike Tyson fight. Okay. Yeah, usually they'll charge for you to come and see How shit. You know, charge? it was fifty dollars for that fight, but and you paid Triller. Won't be that much. Yeah, I didn't know that. So, I mean, very interesting to see how this thing ends up. But um, I, I just hope Swiss and, and Timberland didn't, you know, throw their baby out with the bathwater or something on this. What? Throw the baby out with the bathwater? Yeah, that's a term. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I just heard um, you don't eat where I shit or fuck where oh, I Oh, I see. I see. You heard that one? Oh, wait. So it's similar to that or no? <laughs> you don't eat where I shit and fuck where I come. All right. We're not going there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the next. Wait, no. That's not what Jake was saying. No, what you no, eat no. don't make me shit. And who no. you fuck don't make me come. That was close. It's not you close. Because you're missing the whole joke. You, you don't eat where I shit. Next case. <laughs> WandaVision memes made oh the docket. Uh, oh. This is the first time memes have made the docket. Excuse <laughs> me. Fuck the memes. I just wanted to say everybody on here. Yoke's gone. She fucking missed this part. Whoa. Yo, just, uh, just watch WandaVision. That's all this is about. I finally went down and I watched it. Yoke was wondering if, if she should watch it, if Kaylin should start it. And I was like, I don't know. It does start off slow, but then when it finishes... It just finishes off as a very good Marvel movie, just stretched out upon a few episodes. A very great story that they told. <laughs> it's a very good story they told, and a lot of tea spilled. 
coming out to superheroes. So, you know, just it's worth watching. High regalia to that show. I love what they're doing now with these episodes on Disney+. Plus. Check out WandaVision. So does this make you want to watch the other Marvel shows like Loki? He wants to yes. Yes, it does, actually. If it's going to be with the same type of quality, absolutely. Because they did some really cool shit that I've never seen done in any type of TV shows before on this series. So, yeah. Shout out to them. For someone you know, like me, who's only seen the first Spider-Man and Captain America and Black Panther. You've seen Captain America? Yes. I went to see in the movies. Anyway. Anyway. Um... (laughs) Do you think, as someone who's only seen three movies, would want to watch this? Because I don't like um, superhero movies. Sorry. Mm. Probably. See, that's a that's a good tough question because they do so much different stuff other than. I feel like I wouldn't get like the Easter eggs and stuff. The fact that it's saying the superhero world will turn you off. Yeah, you wouldn't like it. You wouldn't like it. What is even Vision? A (laughs) demon? Vision is a robot made of vibranium. Oh. And that's Y'all might have told me him before. That's where James came from. In Africa. It's from Wakanda. Right? Yeah, but oh, why so isn't he black? black. He, he's Marvel not black. Is, he's a robot, made him black. <laughs> Oh, but the robot has white features. Would yeah. y'all agree? Yeah. 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 So I thought they should have made a black looking robot. Well, remember, this was, was created by, by white man. comic book writers in the sale back in the day. Oh, so this is really a comic. But still, it's yes. made by Stark. You know. So Vision is... I'm oh, sorry. You ever seen the meme of the guy ripping the... No, what do you mean? No. I'm talking about in the comic books, Stark Enterprises made them. So he's made, still made by white men in the comic books. Is oh, what what like, and also probably written yeah. by Stan Lee, who right. is a white yeah, man. Exactly. Well. So you think they are nodding to his aesthetic from the comic? No. Instead no. of I'm saying, he's saying the designs look like that because a white guy drew it back in the day. So I they, know that. That's why. So I'm saying it. how? So you're just saying the um the creators of the show are just going along with the comics instead of being like. Yeah. Why don't we make him look black? Because oh, yeah. he's from... Yeah. Vi- um, okay, that's what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Okay, well... If you want to see a show that you would probably really like, Kaylin, I really recommend Doom Patrol. It's not... You know, I just don't like... I don't like superhero movies. So that's why I don't Literally really everything you're thinking about a superhero movie is not in that show. It's, it's not in Doom not. Patrol or... It's literally not in Doom Patrol. Okay. It's the same thing about WandaVision. It's not. It's just a regular sitcom. But y'all I don't want to do too many spoilers it. up until superhero shit start popping off. But this is a regular sitcom going through time. And it's really cool. Like stuff I've never seen before done. Well, it's if funny. it's really cool and stuff you've never seen before done, I will watch it. Period. What is it on Disney Plus, right? Yeah. I'd give it a whirl. If it can get me in the first episode, I'll continue to watch it. Yeah, well, Brad, I'll just say this. If you like Scarlet Witch now, just wait till she'll have to fuck her brother. Spoiler what alert. What the fuck? I'm not worried. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, no, you got a long time. No, it's, it's actually stuff. Can they just introduce new mutants for the <laughs> Disney Plus? I mean, that was the whole thing. Sounds like you're about to introduce a porno or something. No, she just wait till she has to fuck her brother. That's not like a point. Okay. So our next case on this docket is a tweet that went viral that I would like to propose to the group. And I quote, college is a scam unless you really want to be a doctor, lawyer, or engineer. React. Starting with you, Ariel. It says it's it's a scam? Yes. Unless you really want to be doctor, lawyer, or engineer. So when they say this, I'm assuming they mean, you know, high-profile jobs, 
you know, mm-hmm. react. I mean, I don't think it's a scam. I think you're he's kind of eliminating a lot of people who just go to college just for the sake of learning and, you know, furthering your knowledge of things. So, you know, you have to have certain classes to pass on that knowledge and have an institution to help you do that, to learn more information. And then, second of all, there's plenty of other careers that you can get out of a college degree. Um, but, I mean, I think I know what he's trying to say. He's trying to say that, like, you don't have to do the degree, which I firmly believe in these, this day and age, mm-hmm. to get a job or pursue your um, your dreams. Like, I think it's a very good idea for you to think about it before you actually try to go to college. Don't seem like it's a necessary step for success. Mm-hmm. But the way he said it as a it's scam, condescending. It's condescending one. He's trying to make some sort of big point to gotcha moment, which is like a big brain. Corny. Yeah. And like, it's not really a scam. Mm-hmm. Maybe some people are thinking that they're going to be. People think that the institution of professors and how you have to deal with their own biases and the fact that it's not accessible to everybody and only certain classes, um, class people, you know, like high class people are in middle class are able to afford college most of the time mm-hmm. so that's what they're saying all of it all of it wrapped up as an institution is a scam so but well, so, so yeah so to me you gave you were very charitable to that guy to me he comes off sound like un, yeah. a, a dumb uneducated i'm a forex trader ass nigga and to he me, probably is it really i kind of there hasn't been an overwhelming like rise in this type of thoughts that of like y'all are idi- yo, you guys are the real idiots for going to college. You know I'm out here grinding every day. Yeah. That's what makes me real. That's my intelligence. Yeah. And I constantly see that. And like I get what you mean by that, Caitlin. But when you're saying like how like people may not be able to afford college and stuff like that, I really recommend to li- listeners and to anyone, anybody here, just give it a shot. You do not have to go apply for fucking Yale or Harvard. <laughs> you can start at your local community college, mm-hmm. take your placement test, and truly see if it's worth it for you. Mm-hmm. And that's the main thing. Like, if, like just actually going there and using the things to apply yourselves and try. You do not have to take every single class at once. You don't need a full four thing. Someone like me, in all, per- in all honesty, I pay for my classes out of pocket almost entirely. And when I did community, I had help at times. Mm-hmm. But... A majority of my classes, I pay out of pocket, and I would take one to two classes a semester. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It took a, it took a while, but I got my degree. Even if I was not going for my second degree, I would still have a degree to fall back on when a job looks at me. And for black men, it's hard. We have to be, or black people, it's hard. We like they always say our parents tell us you have to be better sometimes than everyone else. Do, yeah. Being good isn't just All enough. The time. You, yes, degrees will open places for you that for open doors for you that, that may not be there for you in the first place, mm-hmm. and that's all. And again, I haven't I haven't gotten to the full working world yet with my degree, mm-hmm. but it's the concept of actually being able to prove something, not just saying yeah I know how to do this trade, but to say yes I have been certified, someone has reviewed my work and verified that I am able to do this is Agreed. what is what matters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like this advice was for like if you aspire to be a plumber or an electrician. Yes, you of course, you need to go to a plumbing school. Yeah, <laughs> like I just feel like you know, unless you like you like unless you don't have a specific plan of like I want to um let's say like I want to get into like econ- economics or something like that because I want to be a banker. Unless you're doing something like that, like I I think school is very important, but at the same time, um, this guy's just putting it on a way where he just kind of makes you feel like you can get any job you want. You you can walk into any building and get a job if you're like if you know enough. 
in this in this world, you need documentation for everything. Yeah. So you need to have a seal of approval, even if you don't want to, you know, do it. It shows, hey, I am a licensed electrician. Hey, I am a doctor. Hey, I am a psychologist. Like you want to have the backing to show that. Right. Hey, you can't just walk into a school and say I want to teach people. Right. They're going to say, well, what, 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 what makes you ready? Experience doesn't count. Right. You can't just, in thirty-seven schools. You can't rent a car and say, hey, man, where's your license? Don't need it. Mm-hmm. You got to prove it. Um, yeah, I think he, he did list that like, if you ever want to be a doctor, a lawyer, or engineer, yeah, probably he, he listed those certain careers. But anyway, um, you know, is there a point that he's trying to make, you know, so many people, you know, having such high debt from going to college and still not being able to find careers, even with the certificate? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so many people wanting, you know, begging and, and stuff for, for Biden to, to relieve the school debts and everything. Is there a point to be made? Yes. So maybe college should be less expensive. Is that argument to be made? But anyway, do I agree with him? You know, no. I'm not. I don't agree with saying it in this manner. You know that you're stupid. And and I think Yoke said it perfectly. He's just trying to make a got you comment, make a comment to get everybody to like it, and to go viral exactly. So um, you know, do I think it's a scam? You know, no. I don't agree with him completely. So you know. I, I don't, don't agree either because I feel that. Um, like now more than ever, yes, you can become a influencer overnight. If this is like the, the lane you're in, or if you sell whatever, a small business, you can blow up. But what I'm saying is for the regular degular average Joe's like us at this table who, um, just, you know, work nine to fives, it is hard to get a job period. Whether you have a degree, whether you don't have a degree, the job market is just not vast. So I would like I could never say college was a scam because the way that I was able to get most of my jobs in my life after undergrad was because I had a degree because it required it. Somebody else who did not have one couldn't even apply to even try to do what yeah, I did. Connections as well. Yes. Yeah. Network, connections. Networking. I was just going to say that in general. Connections, no matter who you are, no matter what you have, they're going to get you through in life. And that's just on period. Mm-hmm. I've seen it happen first t- like First, whatever, I can't, okay. person. Um, and so, you, like, knowing people's alma maters and say, oh, yeah, man, oh, you went, like, I guarantee you in your life, you're probably going to meet someone that goes, oh, you went to Ohio State? And they're going to look out for you no matter literally, where Literally, yes. It happens. It happened to me um, when I applied to the job that I had at um, University of Baltimore. I used to work there a couple years ago. And literally, my boss told me, he, ha- he invited me for an interview because he saw that I went to the college that I went to and he was an alum. He was like, yeah, I had to bring you in. You went to my school. So literally it helps you in that regard, but it also helps your network because like having a good professional network is going to build you those relationships, which will take you to high places. And a lot of times you can't do that just strictly off walking and, you know, yeah, firsthand. In. Like it's just, you would college most of the time, puts you around people from different cities than you, um, states, so you can have friends all over the place who would you could hope to rely on. That's what Issa Rae did. Last well, thing is I want to say friends. is resources, too, mm-hmm. when it comes to like learning True. about this stuff. So I'm going to school to make video games. I've been trying to learn this. I've been looking at this stuff on my own before I went to school. And I tried to start, okay, I'm learning how to animate and do this stuff on my own from YouTube tutorials. I got about five like about five parts in and gave that shit up because it was so hard. Mm-hmm. Having someone actually there to teach you and to tell you, hey, here's how you fix this. Here's how you do that. Mm-hmm. 
it makes a whole world of and difference. And they have the receipts behind them yes. to show it. And I also think same with me. Even like I'm learning photography in one of my classes. I thought I could just point and shoot. But no, hearing the history behind stuff and why it is the way it is, I would not have found that unless I had like found a textbook and taught myself. So like Ariel said too, it just opens up your knowledge overall. Like it just changes you. It does because you see things from different perspectives, which some would argue that's a part of the institution. It's what they want us to know. But hey, that's an argument for another day. But okay, so we all basically disagree with this guy. Next case, British tea. Ariel, bring us in. The crown time. I want a crown segment. Okay. Crown power hour. Crown power hour hour Um, to me. Oh. Um, so <laughs> I am going to start off this section by discussing um, a main thing that happened on Sunday night. Um, Meghan Markle and Harry, um, uh, I'm not sure if the titles have officially gone away, but former um, Prince and Duchess of England. The Dukes of Earl or something. Duke, maybe Duke. I don't know. Sussex. I don't know. Yes, you're right. Sussex. Um, Have, (laughs) yeah, did an interview with Oprah. And they discussed some of their complaints on how they were treated ever since Megan, you know, was courted into the family um, slash married. Um, and now, you know, they've basically uh, distanced themselves and moved to L.A. to start a new life. Basically, some of the main points of the interview, um, there, Harry or, or Megan just didn't feel like she was being supported and being um, defended in the public due to a lot of the stories um, of dr- drama that had been created between her and Kate. and just Which general, I didn't know about, but that's yeah, kind of some, that's tea right there. There was a quick comparison on how um, Kate and how Megan was perceived in the public. They would put stories side by side and how they, how they reported certain things. Basically, Megan got, got the bad edit. Um, and yeah, uh, Megan just revealed that, you know, there were some disturbing talks within the royal family about, you know, her child that she had with Harry. Um, some including talks of how um, dark the baby would be when he was born um, and if he would have security or protection. He, they they told him straight up no protection. Yes, no protection for the baby. Roll. With no reasoning behind it either. Yeah, yeah. Roll so, baby. What are you saying? Roll. What does that mean? Oh, he's trying to do a sex joke. Keep going, Ariel. Um, so yeah, there was (laughs) a lot of tea being dropped. Um, Megan admitted that she was suicidal for a very long time. She basically felt isolated within the the palace. Um, and she tried to reach out for help and they said that they wouldn't allow it. She couldn't take herself to the hospital or anything when she felt like very down and bad about herself. Um, and there's this whole situation where um, they, the press reported that Kate made her cry, um, or she made Kate cry, but then it was actually the opposite before the wedding. Um, and then, yeah, she just, they're very upset that the palace does not stand up for them in the public and refute articles 
um, which made it dangerous for them to live in like a weird situation, a weird environment. Right. What some things that were eye opening for me was the fact that Megan said that she literally had no life. All she did was sit around in the palace and just walk around. And she really could not go out to eat because they would say, um, oh, you shouldn't go to dinner right now. All the blogs are going to be following you or something like that. And so she would literally be in the house for months on end. She hadn't left. And unbeknownst to her, because she didn't read the news, there were stories, all these stories coming out about her, terrible stories of how she laid people out and how she's mean and stuff when literally she hasn't even been around anybody. Just like imagine you in this house, like not really having any connection to the social world and everybody's calling you like, Hey, they're saying you laid this person out. They're saying you did this. And you're like, I haven't left the house in two months. So basically I didn't understand that they, that was going on, that she was basically being captive. It's like a smear campaign. Basically, yeah. You need order. to ask for permission to leave the house. You need to ask for permission to, um, like they have her passport. Like they're really on lock and key more than I thought. So that's one thing that stood out to me. The second thing that stood out to me was that they really took away the prince's money and his inheritance, I guess, or whatever, his pay for being on the the docket of all the people. And they took, and he was so broke that they had no money to even have security and get a life in, in America. So they stayed in Tyler Perry's house for a couple months. Tyler Perry, mm-hmm. out of all the celebrities in the world, and I say world because this is the prince of the UK people. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry is the only one who could do you a favor in America? That's kind of effed up, right? No, I don't think he was the only one that could do, do a well, favor. The first, like, I, I would have thought they'd be like, sorry, Tyler Perry, I want to go to billionaire number five's house because I'm know. the prince. <laughs> I don't know. I he might have like got in house entertainment if he put on wigs, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And so oh that's another God. thing that surprised me. <laughs> but oh, shout out to Tyler Perry. Inheritance from Diana. his mother. So that she used, he used that to get away as And well. that is a precious thing because his mother saved money for him before she passed away. And he's like, I'm so glad she did that. She probably knew. But I want to throw this out there because Amanda Seals, is that the girl from Insecure? Mm-hmm. She released a video about this, which I agree with. She's saying, Megan, why are you using this? Oh, I didn't know what I was getting into. Like, I didn't even Google him type of excuse. She was like, sis, you should have done some research on that family, especially if you're about to marry the man whose mother is suspected of being murdered by them as an inside job. So she's saying she kind of feels like Megan should have done more research on what would be expected to date a prince. React. Who did who the queen marry? Murder? The queen allegedly murdered, got, um, not the queen. Princess Someone Diana. in the, in the firm, the firm is what they call it. Mm-hmm. They got Princess Diana, who was Harry's mother, the mm-hmm. guy who's oh, yeah. in the interview. The car accident. They got her killed. Yes. Mm-hmm. So say? she's saying, if you can ready to marry the son of the mother who was killed off, mm-hmm. don't you think you should have did a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, Research. research. And my yeah. question to y'all be, that's the first question, and then would her research even matter? They probably still would have dragged her, right? Yeah. Well, she would have maybe not married him. Is that, mm. is that the case? Or maybe she would have not believed them so 
I don't know. Yeah, willingly. She said yeah. she regretted thinking that they would actually protect, protect her, her and defend her. Right. Um, but yeah, she should have done way more um, uh, research. I cannot imagine being... She said she learned how to curtsy right before walking into her first meeting with the queen. Right. I would have been on Harry's ass being like, how the hell am I supposed to act at this royal yes. dinner? Yes, like, that's kind of goofy. freaking out. So it's kind of like... like It's kind of like a... Um, uh, know it all kind of air around her. Not oh, know it all, but like not caring oblivious. type of yeah, not oblivious. I'm not trying to say Marshall it's like Marshall. hipster. Like Marshall yeah, Marshall. I'm just living this life. I don't know yeah. who the queen is. Like, oh my what? god, we're going into the queen. I'm like, are you like, serious? My thing is this. I agree with her on that. The fact that she didn't really know too Naive. much about all the ins and outs. Correct. Naive. Um. So I agree with her on that. But as someone who grew up, and I'm only 27, turning 28, she's a couple years older than me. You've heard your mother say, well, I've heard my mother say, they should, they shouldn't have did Diana like that. Um, something is fishy about that story. You know a little bit about Diana, and you should know at least there is a Queen of England. Like, I don't know. If somebody told me, like, yeah, I actually am the prince. And how could Harry not talk to you about that before? And maybe he didn't. Maybe they were just so, so smitten and, and giving notebook vibes that they were just too in love to even talk about it. He should have prepared her though more. But one of Amanda's Yes. True Ariel. Yeah. And one of Amanda's points was also and this this um establishment is also known to be low key racist Mm -hmm. because High key. Well, high key, because they've—I don't know if this direct lineage were other people who conquered all these different places, yeah, right? Colonized. Even America. Mm-hmm. Is that this fa- royal family lineage? Was they a part of colonizing America? Probably not. I mean, so, yeah. you talking about people who broke from Britain? Great Britain. Britain. I want to know: was her? Was the Queen's family? Yeah, the <laughs> okay, I didn't know if it was the same queen lineage. You know, it'd be different queens and king families. Not in England. Okay, I didn't know. Okay. That's what That's I'm trying to say. So her point is, if this family has been tied back to slave trade, conquest of multiple different countries all over the world, why do you think you was going to get treated like the best little black girl it can be? Like you should have known you were getting into it with racists. Well, I don't think it would be understanding that from the beginning. Like, I don't know. I feel like it didn't mean that they couldn't have changed over the time. Like, I feel like it would be assuming that maybe they could just be more of a modern institution than what it was back in the day. Um, because there was really no, like, obvious examples of the current day uh, racism. But I don't know if that was the case or not. She could have just assumed that, like, you know, they're regular people now. Or, like, better people. All right, any other reactions to what we were talking about? Oh, who would have guessed the old white woman is racist? Are you fucking dumb? How, how do you not expect her to be racist? Anyone born in, at 1900, nine times out of probably racist. Like, you should have thought about this in the first place. Like, come on, don't be that fucking dumb. We don't have any proof nice. that the queen is racist because they didn't say anything. Look at her and she, her they've always, husband, they've always talked very highly of the queen. They yeah. kept saying it. So they said that they have they have really nothing against the queen. It's just the people um, delay or um, continuing this whole um, you know culture you, of the royal family. Do you think the queen is actually aloof to what's going on, or do you think the queen is organizing this shit but acting aloof to Harry? She's organizing, she's she's taking them down. I think she's probably like. Yes, and this little bitch is not going to be running my kingdom. No. Well, watching yes. the I think she is. 
I don't see her as like the Tyrells from She's Game of Thrones. Got, you, you telling me the Queen don't read no um Kaylin, she, headlines? This is an old lady who has like thirteen corgis. But um, she's just hanging out with her dogs all day. She's yeah. not worried about nothing. I mean, there are like watching The Crown, which I highly suggest everybody watch The Crown. Not watching The Crown. Um, <laughs> after watching the Crown that, I mean, it did portray her as somebody who was just like at the end of the day had to submit to the rules of the high right of the high rules like she she'll try to put her humanity in it but like the big rule of the crown should still be like lead with your head yes i think she's still involved i'm sorry old or not Mm -hmm. grandma's 86 i don't know how old this woman is she might be older i think definitely think she has say in everything and i think that she know grandma keeps up with the tea okay at 86 So, I don't think that she may just be playing this old lady role to them, with all due respect. This woman she, is 94 years old. You really think she's making power moves in the shadows right yes. now? Yes. I think she's I saying, sorry, that little baby Archie is going to mess up the bloodline. He yes, can't be a that's prince. That's all she has to say. They come to her, well, what do you think about this, Matt Lord Queen? I, I don't like her. It's going to be a tough Off baby. with the head. Yes. That tub, wasn't baby. my point of my story. <gasps> What the fuck? Tar baby? That's all she has to say. Who said and that? Brent! And William Brent. knows what to do. Brent is saying that, I'm, you know what, I'm not even going to make yeah, an explanation. You can do it if you want. But yeah. I, I don't condone the, the use of Tar No, that's what the queen said. Okay. I already told y'all how I feel about this fucking family. It don't mean shit to me, okay? And I hope this tears down the whole fucking establishment in England where ain't no more fucking royal shits, okay? And all these English people talking about all this defending these motherfuckers. You know, we're going Piers to see, Morgan. Yes, we're going to see who's really, you know, on our side and who's not from all this stuff. Because I'm sorry, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I was, I guess, I would, I would truly never understand because I wasn't born over there. But ain't nobody gonna tell me a family's royal no more. That's bullshit. It's, it's over now. It's dumb. They don't even run shit. I don't even understand what their significance is over there. Okay, what they even they fucking do. They create the government. They are the president. No, we can. No, no, really. They're parliament. Sorry. Like, they have, like, <laughs> me quick. parliament is the army, not the army. Like, parliament is the real thing. She's more of a figurehead. Yeah, parliament is the governor, government chosen to rule under the royals, basically. She's just, she's literally, she's literally just kind of the, the face. That's really. They have to be in, in harmony together. Well, she's with chill. that being said, um, who is here for the British tea? I am. As an American, I'm dumping it into the ocean and washing my hands of it. Thank you, Kevin. Kai, are you? I could give a fuck less. I think it's good tea because they probably be over there gagging at what um the next oh, thing that is, Donald Trump said. Okay, it is funny though because like for weeks, yes, yeah, because y'all Americans, y'all y'all are just so terrible. Yes, y'all just got the worst president ever, and you just got this <laughs> company. <That's>, mm-hmm. <laughs> All you Americans, this is what you really deserve. <laughs> you sound like <laughs> sound like um that boy, not Tom Brady. He he's a rapper named Brady. Not Tom Brady. He played he played second time Tom Brady has been broken. He played Bane. What's his name? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. You sound like him putting on a fake English accent. But what color would the baby be? Um, right, well, good. this just proves to me how much America loves hot tea, no matter oh, where it comes tea. from. Absolutely. Nobody gave a fuck about these people until they started telling they could be racist, and then they started talking to Oprah. And now, no, they do give a fuck. But this is a really big, this is a big deal, American, though. To, the whole God. American world. Not when they the moved to Canada, it was a thing. Many of us 
stopped and watched the royal the weddings. Yeah, her oh, wedding as well as I must say the bitch herself, Kate Middleton. Kate Middleton. Yeah. I watched her wedding too. Beautiful wedding. Wedding. I yes. didn't watch that shit. Um, and I also wanted to say this: Is it true that British Twitter was defending the Queen? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And they'll do it to black the British Twitter or just white? I don't know. British Twitter is British Twitter. Yeah. The fact that the 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 British the royal family has this grip on people's pubes, I really don't understand. How do you know? Yeah, but I'm not sucking off no fucking British queen. You ain't the queen of me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not over here worshiping Joe Biden and worshiping you know um, Obama to the day he died. People in Japan were worshiping Donald. Were protesting for Donald Trump. We, we had the but that's thing. what I'm but I'm just saying like in America you're not brought up to revere these people as second to Christ because well some the, people would say definitely otherwise because yeah. it's lineage it's not voting in yeah. there like you don't vote the royal family in it's like these people have been here for literally centuries. right but what I'm saying is as a citizen them. I'm not going to be sucking her off because you may be the queen of this world but you ain't the queen of me <laughs> Well, mm-hmm. you, you're, you're not you born, born in England, in England so you don't yeah. have it. You know, I'm whatever. saying, but you, if I was born in England, that's my whole this. point. <laughs> no, you don't know that. I but, live in, okay. And this is a sincere fuck you to whoever was concerned that the baby might be Yo, too dark. Heat. Yes, okay. True. And we and people are suspecting that it's Harry's but own brother. Brother. Yeah, All of the father. The that's why I he's a bald and creep, so who cares about him? And Kate, I mean, and that's the wrong one. Marco, 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 Meghan Markle. Marco, Marco, Marco is about Marco Polo. Marco is Polo. the most about the most lightest skinned yes. black person you can yes. find in Not America. Not melanin besides the front. Yes. Someone said you you're you're really worried about the skin color of a woman who just looks like she's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I said, like, at least Kamala Harris looks black still, and this woman looks purely white. Yeah, <laughs> it's really a shame. Disgusting. Like, and I think Harry. If y'all watch it, Harry made some great points. Mm-hmm. He was just saying, like, I thought that this would be the time that my family would use this as a basically a, a plot to be like, look, we have a black person in the yeah. family. Whoa. See ya, we're doing a great job. My token he, blackie. Yes, basically yeah. he said it without saying it. He was like, he did they could have used this for their benefit, basically. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they chose against it just because for the simple fact of we never had no black people in here before. Yeah, yeah. racist. There's like, no other reason to take his princeship away and take the um, kids' princeship as well. All they really care about is the image. That's the keeping the image as pure as possible, and like that's why, that's why um, it's been like this. Sorry, I don't know where I was going with that. And to yeah. them, keeping it pure is keeping it white. Yeah. Not like because mm-hmm. Marco is out here, but drug dealer and slinging crack and right. you know being a whore prostitute. Or Her background does matter. Like he, it shouldn't be that he just brought a person off the street. You know, I mean, hey, it's still not the best thing to say, but like the fact that she has a clean background and is she's good put together for her. And stuff yes. Like so, um, y'all are all being debunked and shred apart. Beyonce even posted something in support of Megan. And you know the Brits love Beyonce. So, hey. Next case. Serena even came to her defense as well. Yes, because she's been dealing with them for past weeks playing tennis. <laughs> so the next topic, I mean the next segment is you're going to jail. Period. And up on the docket today is Little Mama. Oh, I put them on. I put her on here. I forgot about this. 
Did you see what I sent you, Kaylin, on Twitter about Lil Mama? I did not. Okay, so I'm going to try to go find it. I'm sorry. I didn't know this was coming up. Um, basically, Little Mama has basically be, um, been outed again as anti-trans. What does that, what does that mean? What, transphobic. What transphobic, yes. Um, so I'm going to see if I can find the video. Golly. Okay, so... Yeah, she had posted on her story um, a tweet, and the tweet says, So children are too young to smoke cigarettes, too young to drink alcohol, too young to get a driver's license, too young to um, go to the club, too young to gamble, too young to rent a car, but old enough to cut off their genitals mm. and or change their gender. This is insanity. Hashtag America. Mm. And she that wasn't her tweet, but she reposted to her story, and she was like, Depopulation at any cost. Cat fights, sword fights. Used to be a cat, now I'm a dog. Whatever to stop new life reproduction. So, very anti-trans. Very transphobic. Um, and there's also people posting on the thread. Like, I was... Are y'all surprised? Do you remember um, what she said on America's Best Dance Crew? I want to play this clip. Alright, Brent, go ahead. But she's reading Laomi, Kaylin. Bring on. From... Um, from the ballroom scene. Oh, wait a minute. I got to introduce it then. So, Laomi was on America's Best Dance Crew? Yes. And wait, America's Best Dance Crew? Or yes. America's Got Talent? America's Best Dance Crew, back in the day. Okay. And she, I guess, was on a group, and the the maybe the theme of the week was to dance masculine or something like that, and mm-hmm. or to be, or the group went with a certain theme, and she's trans, and she's um, still stuck as a woman. And this is Lil Mama's review of their dance. Okay, now let me just say this. Laomi Maldonado is one of the icons of the ballroom scene. Mm-hmm. There are legendary status and then there's icon, meaning that you've been in the game for at least 30 to 40 years. Get you icon status. She's a great voguer, which is why she's on America's Best Dance Crew, because voguing is dance. And she's one of the first transgender dancers, voguers to be mainstream because she was the first transgender model of Nike. So Nike released a commercial with a woman dancing ballerina, dancing hip hop and stuff. And that was Laomi Maldonado, the first transgender to make it mainstream. Mm -hmm. So this was years ago, I'm assuming. This was years ago. Okay. And she, Lil Mama was judging, I guess, um, her performance. Facebook transgender. Oh, sorry. Oh, God, I'm scared. And next time you try to pull a stunt like that, just try to hold it. Leomi, it's unacceptable. Come on. You always have to remember your truth. You were born a man. I just feel that even though you're the face for transgenders, you're the face for America right now. So people. And next time you try to pull a stunt like that. Okay, so this is actually so transphobic. I can't believe she even said this. Yes. Before we even knew what transphobic was. This is still, sorry, this is just wrong on so many levels. Yes. You do not need to tell somebody, face it, you were born a man. You were born a man is sick. That is really, really rude to tell somebody that. So, based off of that and that video, she's really 
really fucking ignorant and doesn't you know what oh I'm Deshaun is on so, it too I've actually done a lecture, little bit learning about what it means to be trans and like the whole situation especially when it comes to your children sounds like she had not done a single drop of research when it comes to that type of situation yeah, exactly. so when kids actually transition the main thing they don't cut their genitals off the main thing that they give them is hormone blockers which they've been using since the 70s for kids with thyroid issues so it's completely safe. The minute you so the only thing that it does is delay puberty. So that's what happens when it comes to kids. So basically, if I was a ten year old boy and I figured out that I wanted to be a woman, they would give me that show called hormone blockers. And if I ever wanted to get off of them at any point, it would have they can do it and have no issues and I could immediately go back to being a boy. Like I would hit puberty like I that. didn't know that. Not not like that, but puberty would come and, back. And naturally. Kevin may say going back to being a boy, he's just using it for a description. Well I'm saying like if I was if I if I tra- if I was thinking of transitioning to a woman and, and changed my mind, mm-hmm. I well, getting off the puberty blockers would not harm me. Right. Oh, okay. That's I didn't know that's difference. how it worked. I so, actually thought it was irreversible. Yeah. So again, you sound dumb as fuck trying to make this argument. Yeah. You're, like when you don't know what you're talking about, especially in 2021, are you dumb? No, it was two. Th- it was 2009. Oh, it's just coming back. Yeah, up. it's coming back up. But I was just gonna say that would have she would have been canceled terribly, yeah. made to apologize, probably fired from the show if that would happen at any time recently. Yeah, you don't say that. To I've people. watched that show. I don't remember them on that season. I don't remember them specifically, but I just can't believe like. I wouldn't have a reaction from seeing that. Just be like, you were born a man. Like, that was really sick. Unnecessary. Yeah. Really, you just so, drink. I don't know if she said any statements since then about that, but that was shocking to hear. I just didn't think that she was going to go that Very way. uncouth. Very yeah. expected of a low-budget, uneducated doof. But the meme on Instagram, that was recently, apparently. So I, I don't know what was recently news. on Instagram. The one you just said, explain. Oh, that's what I was trying to find out. Yeah, that, I'm sorry. That one was recently, but the comments in America's dance crew was, was in 2009. So she hasn't really changed. Yeah, and, <laughs> so, and in regards to what she just said yeah, her career. about yeah. trying so, to you know stop the population from growing or whatever, trans people are having babies nowadays. Right. And that's so, on per, Brent. You better yeah. fucking say it. Miss, so you're just, just uneducated. On the subject, as Kevin said, and very ignorant and hateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is what it is. And that's why you're still struggling in the place that you are. Mm. Mind the business that pays you. And con- that means you have to continue to get some business because you're not getting paid. Who the fuck is little mama again? The last thing she My did lip was gloss in is popping. Oh. My lip gloss is cool. Oh, okay. All the girls, they shocking. I mean, all the boys be jocking. They chase me after school. Well, she's that that under the stage, yes. That was yeah. the You've biggest highlight she'd ever had. You were even a meme <laughs> when you were on the beach minding your own business because you look like a crackhead. Shut the fuck up. Leave our trans brothers and sisters alone and protect trans lives. Next case. Lamb's Book of Life. How are we going to introduce this now? I would just say... Welcome to the Lamb's Book of Life. I didn't think we could sing it. I would just say gather round. We are here to give some grace and glory up to the heavens. Welcome to the first edition of the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen. The first edition. The first inductees of the Lamb's Book of Life will be Ada and Shahada, also known as Chloe and Bailey. (gasps) Guy. That's not their name. That's what it's put down as. Chloe and Bailey. Chloe and Hallie. Do you not know their names to this day? Bailey is her last name. Chloe Bailey is her last name. And you too, Kai. You don't know the difference. I was just reading what was on the screen. (laughs) It's all Chloe and Bailey. Are you kidding me? Brent, you Look. never knew Hallie's name. I knew Hallie's name forever, okay? Alright, Chloe and Hallie 
and Zendaya, both. I put all three of them in the Lance Book of Life. Haley. Haley. Come on, Brent. I put them all three of them on the Lance Book of Life this week because of just the way they be blessing my Instagram feed. They are all three amazing, amazing, beautiful women who are the tops in the games. I think the top three beautiful women in the world. And just not just beautiful, but talented in their craft. You think Hallie is one of the top beautiful women in the world? Yes. Up there. Hallie! She looks like a little... Now, don't get me wrong. Hallie's not ugly, but she gives alien. Her eyes are very spaced apart like Brandy. No, yeah, I agree. But I think she has a very beautiful, like, weird aesthetic. It's like, beautiful. That, she just, she's not a typical, like, I don't know. She doesn't have a popular looking face, but she has a unique, very beautiful looking face. Yes, very beautiful. And along with Chloe and just letting the sexuality flow. And Zendaya. This is not how you get into the Lance Book of Life. Talented as well. Talented as well, y'all. <laughs> And they, people are getting the Johnson and Johnson's vaccine, but their Instagram feed has made me reach for the Johnson's and Johnson's baby powder. Your girl Kaylin is back, and the Landsberg of Life has been rebuked. Okay. Yes, yes. We're not going to get into Landsberg of Life right now because it took a really terrible spiral going downward. The Landsberg of Life is meant to uplift and uphold our. Great ones in our community. That's we're not. We are not putting things. Yes, down I want to add some very special people to the landscape. Yes, life. this is how I. Starting with our healthcare heroes. Thank you so much. No problem. You are added to the landscape of life. Also, essential workers. That means you, Kevin and Kai. That also means front um, market people. Uh, All, right. Else? Every, All right. Every fast food employee. Fast food every employee. Every DoorDash. Every Uber Eats. Y'all are going into the Lands Book of Life for constantly Truly. sacrificing oh. yourself for the betterment of others. Anyone else doing anything good? I need to speak in the Uber. I need to add one more person. Oh, oh, okay. We want to go backwards to you're going to jail. Oh, We're on Lance Book of Life. I'm just throwing in Eddie Kingston for, for pretending to be dead on AEW. He sold his heart out for that show. You <laughs> saw this? He did his best and they did him so dirty. Ariel, who are you adding for jail? Oh, the girls who stole the guys, um, uh, or not stole, ripped the Uber driver's mask off because mm-hmm. she got mad that um, they were, he didn't allow them to be in the Uber because she didn't have her mask. She ripped his mask off, ripped his phone off the carrier or whatever, and was cussing him out terribly. Yes, yeah, so she's therefore been banned and rebuked from Uber. And she made a video on her Instagram page saying, yeah, like, that's why I take Lyft. That's why I take Lyft. And then Lyft joined the chat and replied to Uber and said, you've also been rebuked from our website as well, and you'll be banned for life. Yeah, that's what I love to see. But I will say, to pull a bridge, that girl is a shawty, shawty, shawty. I did the creeping. And the good Lord. Oh, my oh God. you went and did some research on her? Yes. She just had the big ass, biggest uh, lashes. lashes. She was ghetto. And I'm saying, you hey, are what? going to jail, period, if you don't wear a mask in 2021. Mm-hmm. Vaccine or not. When you in the public, wear your fucking mask, bitch. Well, Texas says you don't got to. Well, Texas is going to rebuke. <coughs> 
Did you? If you know what's best for you, still wear it. Yeah, Texas mm-hmm. will never make it to the men's and, and y'all know the rules, right? In Texas, you know, private-owned businesses can still choose to have you wear your mask, you know, mm-hmm. if they cho- so choose. And if you go into their business, you got to wear a mask. So there's a Mexican restaurant in Texas named Pico's. And some, I can only assume conservative, non-mask wearing people went into this restaurant, Pico's in Texas, with no masks. And they asked them, they told them, our policy is that you wear masks. And they went off saying, our governor said we don't got to wear masks no more. They threatened to call ICE on the whole restaurant and their employees and called a terrible ruckus, trying to call police on them and ICE, as I said. So it's just causing a really... Just really stupid scene in Texas because of what these lawmakers or these governors and these folks are passing prematurely, you know, because it's just like I said before, two messages going against each other. One saying no masks, you're free to whatever, do what you want to do. And then Biden saying we're giving everybody masks. Right. So that's what you're going to cause. We're going to see more of these stories. Trust me. Of stuff like this. It was really funny. A Texas mayor went on a thing tweeting. Um, beforehand, but a couple of days ago, um, what's it called? Oh, thank you, Biden. Well, I, I, I can't believe you're forcing us to um, not wear masks. This is so un-American. We need to be free from our masks. Two days later, oh, Biden, why are you allowing all these immigrants for spreading coronavirus to come into our state? Like, you guys don't care about masks and want to be maskless, but now you're afraid of the um, Hispanics coming in and giving you coronavirus. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I wonder if I wore a mask, I probably wouldn't get sick from these evil, quote-unquote, illegal people. Like, come on, get the fuck over it. Mm-hmm. Just wear a fucking mask, goddamn class. It's time for the sick and shut. It's time for the sick and shut. It's time for the sick and shut. Sick and shut. Sick and shut. Oh, no. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another week in the Sick and Shut-In, because we all know everybody in this world are not doing well. Some people are really struggling. Some people, depending on their situation, might need to be prayed for. Some people, depending on their ailment, might need to be laughed at. And some people, depending on what's going on in their situation, might need to be rebuked. So let's see who's on the list this week. Oh, man, this dirty motherfucker. Chris Harrison is has made it to the Sick and Shut-In this week. Uh, we all know he is the... Host of The Bachelor, a very popular show, Bachelor, this year. You know, it's the first black man as The Bachelor. And they're coming down to the uh, inn, you know, where he's about to find his his wife or or engage or get proposed to a young lady. But Chris Harrison is sick and shut in. I think we already discussed it last week. He defended the young lady, Rachel, who went to Antebellum Ball's. And who had racist tweets on Twitter. He defended her. And he said the woke police won't shut her down. And won't stop her. And then he doubled down on his thoughts. And this is all in an interview that he gave to Lindsay. To Lindsay. Yes, Rachel Lindsay. Rachel Lindsay. Former bachelorette. Uh Uh-huh. And um, it was just a very, it wasn't a very good scene at all. You know, he defended her. And then he doubled down on how he felt. Once he got backlash and said, no, this is the way he feels. So, of course, what always happens happened. And he was forced to step away from the after the last rose ceremony. He won't be hosting. Right. They made him step down. 
and they, you know, had somebody else do the gig. And so now, only once you're getting backlash, he wants to give a half-assed little apology. I got a clip for y'all to hear. Oh, another clip. Oh, are you? I am saddened and shocked at how insensitive I was in that interview with He's Rachel fake. Lindsay. You're not. And I didn't speak from my heart. And that is to say, I stand against all forms of racism, <laughs> and I am deeply sorry. I am not a victim here. I made a mistake, and I own that. This is I giving, wow, it is giving. It's so fake. It is bad YouTube apology video. I can't believe I was caught. He even He's said. He's lying. some so goddamn stupid shit. Yeah. He even said he himself. passionate. I've never seen a I'm, he's like, And I'm sure of it. And I know y'all, depending on how y'all cut this up, yes. it's, um, he was like, but I'm standing firm in my word. He said something, he, maybe not those exact words, but he said that in that interview with Rachel. Mm-hmm. So it's hilarious to hear that this is not me and all this. Sh- oh my God. This is really, really, really bad. Yeah. Corny. Mm-hmm. We don't accept your apology. You're one of those types of people who, as Kai just said, you're sorry you got caught. You're sorry people don't agree with you mm-hmm. because... As Caitlin just said, you was doubling down, tripling down on your opinion. Yes, you, with a you, attitude. Yes, and you only apologize and feel bad once you lose your job. Right. And so for that four, you are being rebuked. I don't feel bad Rebuke for you. Rebuke him. I am praying to God that who, CBS, wherever the Bachelor show comes on, whatever channel, they don't bring your ass back. I already don't plan on coming back to watching The Bachelor no oh, more. Man. Because, yeah, this is all I want to see is the story with, Mark, with Matt and the first black man and see how this goes down. But I know the history of The Bachelor. I've been made privy to it mm. by The Bachelor people who watch it all the time. And, you know, some of the history I've heard and their fans. Fuck y'all. I don't like y'all. <laughs> the majority of y'all. And so that's why I know. A lot of racist people. Yes. After this season, I'm not coming back. And if they let Chris back immediately, I'm truly coming not back, coming back. Coming okay, back. I'm not coming back. I just want to let you know. I can't watch in good faith no more then uh, after this season <laughs> because it don't make no sense. He is. You being a fighting for bachelor purity is just the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I need it because this is really a disgrace. This fake-ass apology. One of the fakest and worst apologies that I've heard in some time. Almost as bad as I almost cannot love. believe I'm hearing what I'm heard. I heard, bro. Really? Yeah. That's how much he was like. He made us feel like he was not playing when he said that. Mm-hmm. For him to take those words back and eat it is actually hilarious. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. pleasing to me. Yeah. Extremely pleasing. So what is this about Rachel Lindsay getting um, death threats? Oh yeah, she been getting death threats. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm wife. glad you saw that. Yes. Yeah. So uh, that's that's what I mean by I hate the fans of The Bachelor. Because all while this is happening to Chris and he's now seen the error of his ways, Rachel, meanwhile, is getting death threats just for having this interview with this man, just for speaking her opinion and, you know, just saying that she disagreed with what Chris said. Chris getting did not have to and, say what he said. And, and violence getting against her online. She if said. Chris would have stayed unbiased. Rachel could have tried to put her opinion on him all she wanted, mm-hmm. but he could have stayed unbiased and then he would have flew under the radar mm-hmm. and no one would care. Mm-hmm. It's because he wanted to make a point to Rachel and take a stance and show his cards to say like, yeah, I'm with y'all dog whistling to, you know, those conservative people. Mm-hmm. It was because of that that got him canceled. Had you stayed neutral, no one have cared. We would have been like, yep. 
typical Chris, not speaking out on racism, but instead of purely, you know, we know what I'm trying to say, y'all, right? Okay. Thank you. Taking a stance. And then doubling and tripling down, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, uh aha, should've shut up. Yeah, so I really hope you're fired for good, but we shall see. Um, one more thing. Mm -hmm. Rachel, the white girl, the racist on this bachelorette, Mm -hmm. she gets special privileges, and that's on prayer. Mm -hmm. She gets... More camera time than the other girls. More backstory, hearing about her crying and stuff like that. At the end of her date, she got fireworks being um, cracked off. Um, Everybody else gets to see the black girls the next day laid up in the bed. But Rachel's innocence is preserved by not us us not seeing her the next day. It's all fucking. She's cahoots with somebody. Cause I felt like even with. Um, Chris, he really was riding for Rachel really hard. Yeah. I feel like production knows her or something. Like, oh yeah, that's so and so's little cousin. We recommended her for the show. Wow. Well, just yeah, my opinion. That's why I'm not coming back after this season. So, uh, and Matt, you know, you might have to be sick and shutting as well because you've been fucking up recently. Bree needed to stay, but that's a story for another day. Mm-hmm. Next on the oh, Chris Harrison rebuked, but next on the sick and shutting. UK Burger King. So they posted a tweet this past week. Uh, Orin, International Women's Day. They posted a tweet saying women belong belong in the kitchen. Thank you. Now, update, update, alert, alert. You might be moved to the Lamb's Book of Life, UK Burger King. Do y'all know the more information that came out? No, but I think you may be wrong. Whatever you're about to say. Everybody's been... Well, no. Go. Ahead, let's see what he has to oh. say. Everybody's been going. Uh, everybody's been going off and banishing them, and is very ill, fated or what? It's terrible what they said. It was a very bad social media ploy trying to get attention. But what the full story is is Burger King in UK is saying that women there's not enough women in restaurant in the restaurant business it's dominated by men and so they want to get more women in the restaurant businesses so what they're going to do is they are paying for scholarships for women who work in burger king to get scholarships to follow their dreams and become head chefs and stuff in restaurants there's no one working at burger king to be a head chef that's number one (laughs) but continue that is that is very well true but that's what they're saying this is. I don't know how it is in England. Maybe they might be in England working towards a head chef. But I just got they're saying up. they're going to be giving scholarships to the women in Burger King to get them paid schooling to become head chefs. As the yes, we know. This was supposed to be a, as Ariel said, and I cut you off, so I'm sorry, a gotcha moment. Yeah, they, I push. saw that. I saw the whole thing when I saw the tweet. Mm-hmm. And I was scrolling, scrolling. This is before it went viral. <clears throat> And I clicked on the tweet and I saw it and I was like, there has to be a, um, a, a thread for this. There's no way they said this. So literally this is what happened in my mind. So I immediately clicked on the thread and sure enough it was they, they um, whatever, they started explaining these statistics about women and them being chefs and stuff. And I said to Ariel, literally, I said, yeah, Burger King thinks they're doing something with this tweet, but... It's going to blow up in their face. Something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I see what you're doing, but you're about to get dragged for it. And yeah. sure enough, as the hours rolled on, 
Um, I, I work in social media and I'm in a Facebook group and they're like, Hey guys, never do this. Like, here's an example of something you should never do Mm -hmm. saying using, um, you know, it's a word for it, but it escapes me right now. Not bait and switch, but basically like, um, I know, but it's like showing something dramatic to try to, um, catch your attention. I know that's not the word though, y'all. Anywho. So (laughs) by using that. Okay, clickbait, but that's not the word I was thinking about. Um, for them to use clickbait like this, it's not good at getting your real point across. Because while you're trying to share the news, it gets covered up by the clickbait, basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, sorry, that's like Lily saying, like them saying like, niggas ain't shit. And then like they come back. The like, word nigga is Kenya, bad. This is raising money to yeah. bring black. <laughs> Uh, black bass to right. black neighborhoods. I mean, nope. <laughs> just what? Stop. Black ass to black neighborhoods. I said bass. 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 Black bass. I didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that made me scratch my forehead a little bit. So I'm, I'm trying to say bass for black people. Bass? What is bass? All right, next. Bring next black case. bass to the neighborhood. Black bass. 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 Okay, no, <laughs> we're, we're going. We're going. We're going. We're going. What? <laughs> We're going, we're going forward. I the term. Oh, bad. Okay. All right. So, Black bath? Bath. So listen, y'all. I can see if they if I posted something like, I'm expecting. And then you click on the tweet and be like, not a pregnancy, but I am expecting this new cheeseburger. That's fun. <laughs> but when you say something derogatory, yeah. that's the bad part. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> Yeah. Kai. Um, I feel like they thought um, if I do this clickbait, we're going to you know, really get, get a good attention grabber and everyone's going to love this so what we're going to say. But if I feel like there's six of us in this room. Um, I'm pretty sure for at least four of us saw women belong in the kitchen, saw collecting on the tweet to see if it was real, saw it was a whole wall of swags and said, oh, I ain't reading that shit. And I just <laughs> saw, like, I get with it. It was definitely a bait and switch, but like, I ain't reading that bullshit. I'm going to read the headline and go. Oh, they fucked up. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Yeah, I read it because I'm like, I knew there has to be something more to this. (laughs) And, yeah, you're getting dragged as you should. You should never do that. Like, and my thing is, like, especially if you're going to be trying to empower women, let's not empower them by demeaning them first. Like, if you're going to give women props, just give them their props. We don't need it to be masked under Uh, a joke or insult. And that's what the fuck we've been fighting for for past years. And as someone who works in social media, you, where I work, four people see the post before it gets posted. That's literally how it works. At least four eyes are approving it because we know something might pop off and people got to give their own perspectives. So if that happens where I work and I run a, a much smaller account how in the world is nobody else laying eyes on this? A woman, perhaps, with with the right mind to know, y'all, this may not work, might not work right. Cause I I just don't understand how it got past all those hands, or maybe it didn't get past hands. But either way, you ruined it. You fucked it. Okay, alert, alert, update. They are back on the sick and shut in. They are not being <laughs> redeemed. No, they don't deserve to be. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. So, it would have been beautiful. They would have been like Burger Queens and then make you click on it. Yes, we're that. changing our name to Burger Queen. Yeah. They're good. That's that's good clickbait. Great marketing, Brent. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so they are. Should they be laughed at or rebuked? What do you think? They're being rebuked because y'all y'all should know better. No, rebuke. I'm rebuking every fucking guy that tweeted women on Women's Day and women were truly falling for that. Um, oh my God, thank you for speaking up for us. Like, did y'all mm-hmm. see that at all? They just wrote the word woman. Really, just wrote woman or or woman or woman, mm-hmm. and then they were getting like 400k like likes and retweets. No, that was oh, that was insane. That wasn't black Twitter. Insane. <laughs> I ain't gonna well, say what Twitter it was, but it wasn't black. Burger King, you're being rebuked. Rebuked. We split here at the, at the park at the cousins' night, but um. So next, oh my word, these niggas laughed at. They have given us plenty of good memes and laughs this week. Yes, I'm ready. The niggas who went to the All-Star Weekend and didn't have no place to stay. First off, the All-Star Weekend happened last Sunday. It wasn't even the weekend. It was one day, the All-Star Sunday in Atlanta. Um, NBA basketball, all the greats were there. Shout out to Anne Fernie, the person I've first time I've ever heard that name in my life. It's literally (laughs) Anne Fernie, a 21 year old from Florida who won the dunk contest. Shout out to that young king. Yeah, Steph Curry won the three point competition, and LeBron James' team won the All Star game. LeBron was glowing looking at him. Whoa, what? He was so happy to have Steph Curry. Oh, yeah, yeah. He would love to have. We would love to have him as a Laker. But anyway, um, to get down to the story um no fans were let into the arena so everybody who went down there just went down for clubs and parties and for fun and we were seeing the pictures of the next day people literally sleeping in cars people being dragged in the streets from cars as they were trying to twerk at a stoplight oh yeah yes all types of mayhem Excuse me, what? Shooting dice in hotels. Yeah, yeah. shooting dice in fancy white hotels. Mm, y'all. They was really showing off in Atlanta. Kaylin called it the ghetto on many occasions yes. in Atlanta. Many cars were broken into. Now the tires yes, were that's another part of why oh, it was the ghetto. Right. All yes. of the cars got broken into and they stole their tires. Imagine you renting a really nice car on vacation and they steal the tires. Oh. You better hope you get that extra um, insurance, y'all. Yeah, that's a nightmare. Yes, Caitlin, you're right. Oh, man. But one picture that was really going viral when people were talking about were people sleeping in the car the yeah. day after. So, I guess they had enough money just to get to Atlanta. Maybe to get into a club or two. But as far as getting a flight back or getting a hotel, they were out of luck. So, they were sleeping four niggas in a truck. That's just truck. sad. Yes, with the windows down, knock the hell out. When I tell you these brothers were sleeping, it was very embarrassing to see. There's no way. I mean, I am one to say that I'm going to be outside this year like I've never been outside. And I'm going to be acting totally different. But what I would never do is go somewhere just to go that I have to be sleeping in my car. Or, you know, in Atlanta, which is not a safe city. There's no way. Sorry. And I also wanted to say, a girl, she went from New York to Atlanta and went thinking that she was going to get her taxes or her STEMI or something. Oh, unemployment. Unemployment didn't come through and she didn't have the money to get back home. So she made a GoFundMe and raised like $1,200 to get back home. Good. I heard about that. She said, I thought something said in the comments that she said she was lying. Oh. I think it was her and saying, oh, I think the shit. This was all a joke. 
Well, and if she did, touche. Yeah, but there are many stories of true shit similar to this happening. You couldn't even get into the games, niggas. Like, I don't understand. You could not see LeBron and Steph. You was not in there with these people. I don't understand. They I guess- were crowded so hard. For us to be in a pandemic, Brent, mm-hmm. they were just in the clubs. Like they, yeah. like you said, they weren't able to go in the games. They were just in the clubs, crowded in a pandemic. That is wild. I just don't understand. I really don't. Did y'all see the video of the boy whose girlfriend went to All Star Weekend without telling him? No. Pure pain in his heart as she went left. Oh my God. Yeah, it was kind of, it was just ghetto. I don't have no other way to describe it, but it kind of made us look a little bad, in my opinion. Oh yeah. Because it was just, it was just too much going on, y'all. None of it looked good, I can tell you that. Yeah. So these niggas, some being laughed at, some being rebuked, mostly being rebuked. Y'all just gotta do better, niggas. Just do better, okay? Mm-hmm. That's all we ask for at the Cousins Night Podcast, and make better decisions. I need to add somebody to the sick and shut in real quick. Okay. Apparently, Kirk Franklin has an estranged son, mm-hmm. who he hadn't talked to in like fourteen years, and he's really like has no relationship with his father. They take away his baby pictures or something like that. I guess they're just trying to act like Kirk Franklin does not have this son because he's built such a empire and everything with his wife but if this is true and this man because he's old at least in his 20s is really being like just pushed to the curb by kirk franklin this man who everybody's supposed to love so much mm-hmm. that's kind of sad and we're praying for him mm-hmm. yeah i don't got nothing to add but i heard i saw you telling that story during the week yes and uh poor thing some of these people be all high and mighty and making all this money, but the whole family ain't nobody perfect, you know. Nobody is perfect. You're so right about don't that. Never raise these people up too high in he, your eyes. He you know, was self perfect. Oh, little baby. Yep, little baby. Tell us why he's on second shot. Not only is he a, a piss poor rapper, mm-hmm. he is a piss poor ball player. Little <laughs> baby was scored double double on um, by Quavo in this game. Quavo apparently just went off, destroying him in all aspects. And little baby just looked like he never touched a gym or a basketball court in his life. He was, he was embarrassing himself. Well, we all he saw the, the viral video of little baby on the free throw line throwing the worst brick. He probably can't see brick. for a free throw. Well, it has I to be that he see. can't see. I can't see. If I need glasses. Terrible. I'm about to fix that. But this brother threw he said that the three brick. Weeks ago. Yes, well, <laughs> looked like he was trying to build a house with, with the terrible brick he threw up on this damn thing. And couldn't dribble worth a lick. I can't so. believe that he was even invited. He does not pose big, me as the athletic type he's a big whatsoever. Thing, to get people to watch. Jack Harlow was even teaching him how to do simple stretches. <laughs> but my question is this. How come I never get to hear about the celebrity game ever? Like, I just always yeah. see it on the shade room. Yeah, right. Or it gets passed around. I have never saw any promotion for the celebrity game ever i would like to see it they usually do a better job though when it's like regular kaylin like i'm not sure this one was done by the nba mm-hmm. usually it's done by the nba and they'll have like um real players coach the um teams and they'll have like one real like ex- expired that's not the right word retired player mm-hmm. play on each team with them and then they will advertise it and i remember i've never seen if, it if the world ever goes back um 
I'll tell you when it is. And they'll advertise it, ESPN and all of them. But this one, I feel like, was thrown by a second or third party. Or Trailer or somebody. Yeah, for real, right? And, like, that wasn't advertised <laughs> on ESPN. I didn't even know about this. Okay. I just turned on. Just well, maybe because I didn't never watch ESPN, I wouldn't have known about this celebrity. I'll tell you about <clears> it next time, though. But next, to keep it moving, sick and shit, little baby, you're being laughed at terribly. But, um, oh, hey, J. Cole. Huh? Oh, sorry. Who put J. Cole on here? Nah. Kevin. I don't even think this story is true, but go on and tell us about J. Cole Kevin. <laughs> Actually, yes, it is true that you're being reported on by Hip Hop DX. Be careful. That when Little Baby, I'm sorry, not Little Baby, J. Cole was in the recording studio, he was trying to work with NBA Youngboy, and NBA Youngboy promised that he would be there in the studio to call to record with him, and left J. Cole there for eight hours waiting for him to come up. Oh, shit. So, How do you know it's real? Okay, y'all, this is according to DJ Academics. No. Didn't DJ yeah, Academic say? Yeah, so who 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 are you getting it confirmed by? Sure, I, I put it, I just got it about DX. That's why I said I don't believe. Yeah, they're getting it from because academics. Because academics reported it first. <laughs> academics also announced the Drake album. He did. That's true. Yeah. He did. So do we believe it? <laughs> I oh, said yeah. no, but Kevin's. If, but if, I believe that J Cole would want to work in NBA Young Boy. He likes doing that. Like he worked with like Young Nudie. Um, Black sound. Boy JB, he, he don't make care. Songs with them, yes, he did. He made songs. He made a song with Young Nudie, that boy Black J, Black Boy JB. He made a song with him. He don't care. He he will support the um, little little rappers. He likes them. So I'm not, and it it probably would kind of go hard if he's trying to work with NBA Young. And listen, let me just say. <laughs> Kevin and Kai just looked at each other really, really um, demeaningly. hilarious, too. So y'all don't think it would kind of go hard? Okay, let me just say this. Y'all, have y'all ever heard a young boy song that you liked? Yes. Okay. So, okay, this is going to be easier for me to say then. That's why I'm thinking, like, while young boy kind of don't be talking shit, he do have some, like, fun songs. So if him and J. Cole got together, I definitely don't think it would be Sleepy J. Cole. I definitely think it will be some lit, fun, trap beat J. Cole, and that's going to keep Kai awake. Yeah, yeah. All I'm going to say is this is going to sound a mess. I don't know how you can splice this. I don't know. Good. It might sound cool. Well, I don't think we're ever going to hear it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just because J. Cole's going to try to how come in. How the fuck do academics know? He was talking to him. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He said he spoke to NBA Youngboy. NBA Youngboy said he just wasn't in that place to work with yeah. J. Cole at the time. He was in the right mind frame. There's so much stuff going on. He can't be there with just another rapper. He needs somebody that can be there that can relate to him. What? I don't get it. Because he's saying J. Cole's too woke for him. Yes, basically. Can't be a young boy in a constant state of like pain and suffering through all of the hood crimes that he's involved in, and that's literally like the type of stuff he, he needs to be somebody that understands his struggle and his pain. And I totally believe that. Also, so he left J. Cole there. He didn't he just. Never showed up. He never showed up. Okay, I thought he never showed up because he was late. No. So he just never wanted to come. Yeah, he never came. Oh, wow. That's that's really disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mis- I misunderstood it. I thought it was just like he just like was too late to come. Also, I can believe it. What I is can... he going through? He got, he's been mad about Oh, he's always mad about <laughs> Okay. So Sorry, just, go ahead. Always just like, you ever like, seen clips? He's always like screaming about something online. Mm-hmm. He's so, always going through a lot of strife. They posted that video of him cussing out from Kodak Black again from like last year when he was in jail. Where he was talking about Ayana and he was talking about Floyd Mayweather at the same time. 
And yeah, I, I ain't take none of her money for her bitch ass daddy. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he just screams at her to wake up just to be in the video. Oh, to- yeah, and now they're broke up again. Yeah, yeah, Mayweather. She needs to be prayed for too. I think she She's might. Throwing her whole life away. Mm, I'll save that for off the pot. Go ahead. Belong to the streets, maybe. No. But, uh-huh. Okay. No. Oh yeah. Well, that's it, dog. That's all I have for the second shot this week. Oh, let me throw an AEW for those sparklers. So, so that, you got it. You got it. AEW is all elite wrestling, which is a big program company that's trying to rival WWE. Basically, they had a pay per view. <laughs> And the pay-per-view, they titled that they're going to have a barbed wire explosion death match. And basically, in the end, they had the ring surrounded with barbed wire instead of real ring ropes. And they they announced at the end of the match, the ring will explode at 30 minutes has passed. No one has won. So the match ends, and they still count down anyway. And what you guys expect, when they, when you see in here death match explosions, you expect... Big fire, big fireworks, something like Kane from like Kane the Undertaker or something like that, mm-hmm. right? We got sparklers. No. We got no. like little. Boof. Yes. Yes, boof. Oh, boy. He came to the like he two wrestlers in the ring, and one of them was trying to, <laughs> just try to act and protect the other one because he was unconscious. He couldn't defend himself. And then the blast happened, and he, it took him out earlier. He was laid out straight on his back. Oh my god! Two sparklers, and it was just extremely embarrassing. Um. Okay. Is anything else people want to add? No. That's it for the docket, correct? Yes, ma'am. I just want to say today marks one year of little. I mean, Cardi B saying, "Coronavirus, coronavirus, it's real. Shit is getting real. I ain't gonna lie. I am a little scared." That was one year ago, y'all. And we've been singing coronavirus shit is getting real ever since. That's crazy. So, Cardi, you are one funny bitch, I must say. Yes. Um, y'all, that's been... That's how you had to do it? I feel like she would call herself one funny bitch. She really is. She's funny. I had to give it to her. From one funny bitch to the next. Like, I'm kidding. All right. Mm-hmm. Y'all, it's been real. We love you so much. Be kind online. And we'll see you next week on Cousins Night Podcast.